Shut the hell up! Welcome y'all to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. Duke, lay off the sound effects. It's the veteran gamers. Duke, lay off the sound effects. 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 Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Really? Hello. Hello and welcome to show 117 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Spring break! Yeah! Yeah! Unfortunately, I came in a little bit early then. Just a, just a tad. Yeah, you put an additional soundbite in when I weren't expecting it. Not the first time you said that. Play off the sound effects. Is that me who said that? That's not me, no. is it? I was going to say, that's oh, not no, me. Skulldugara. Oh, is that Skulldugara? I was thinking that's and not me. He was me. talking about during the opening song, so I was like, ah, I know what I'll do. I'll make a clip of him saying that and play it exactly when he doesn't want me to play it. Now, you see, I like that. It's a bit of a remix every week. You know something? It's not spring break until you can look Monday morning in the eye, laugh, and declare your intention to squander it without regret. What? Now you're going to play some games then this week? Yeah, I've been playing some games this week. and I'm well, not playing play- games, but are you going to play some games? Yes, I'm going to play some games. Because yeah, you'll have time, won't you, I guess? Yeah, as soon as I get this redesign of my blog done. We had a tweet off GH Rocker, and basically he said, uh, Who asked for the rap battle? I want to shake his hand and public enemy his ass. So there you go. He was impressed with the old rap battle last week. What? He's going to be happy because at the end of the show, I got a little something-something for him and everyone else who enjoyed that stuff. He also, and then Andrew Gull, Gangu Crimes, who obviously provides our intro now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, he said the rap battles were hilarious. I was troll lol lol lolling as I was brushing my teeth. Was he spitting toothpaste everywhere and going? Yeah. <laughs> he did say it was messy. So there you go. So that's kind of cool, isn't it? I would not want to use. Like. I would not want to use your mic after you. No, oh, yeah, but it's all covered in drool. And it's not got too many germs on it. I'm not too bothered about the germs. It's all the sticky spit all over it. <laughs> well, it's not got too much spit all over it. <laughs> oh, God. That's just horrible. <laughs> well, oh, what a great start. I hope you weren't expecting some video game discussion. No, just you spitting on your microphone. <laughs> this, yeah. is really, this is really uh, podcasting gold. All right, moving on. Well, well, here we have uh, Chini, as you've just said. Yeah. Yep. And we've also got Duke. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't want to have ready to go. <laughs> here we go. So this locksmith does no business with Korean Americans. But I wondered how many Korean Americans would have to call him before economically he couldn't afford to be that racist. <laughs> like, what if Korean people just kept calling him? Would he eventually be like... Damn it, man, I would have made $5,000 yesterday if I didn't hate Korean people. This is so stupid. Korean Americans aren't trying to destroy America. They can't even find their keys. Aziz Ansari, he's awesome. Check him out. There you go. See? Comedian recommendation of the week. But then, weirdly, that stereotype would get integrated into his racism. Like, he would see Korean people and he'd be like, Let me guess, can't find your keys? Ching chong, bing bong, where's my keys? Brilliant. 
Uh, and I'm the daddy, so that's me. So there you go. Yay! Otherwise known as Stu Fowler, that's me. Mike Chin and Eric Piotrowski. There you go. How about that? Oh real, yeah. Real names. I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. I know. Real names. Um, this week, story time is about story time. Does that make sense? <gasps> story, story, story time. Because, you know... Duke's now got his oh, own podcast God. going. Here we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> got his own podcast I'm going. Sorry, Stu, but... My album's <laughs> for sale here. I'm sorry, Stu, but when I read this poem, like, I spotted it a mile off. Like, of course I mean, you did. I, last year, I mean, fair play to Duke, and the year before I did the Apple releasing a console, but this one, Jesus, I, I even read the first word, I was like, April Fool's. Great. You may have noticed it, but unfortunately, two people didn't. <laughs> Which no, a couple of people is... on the Twitters didn't either, which was kind of funny. Uh, Axeman true. Phil was probably the best one. Uh, you know, and I love these guys because, you know, if they prefer, let me just give you a quick description how I actually wrote this. Um, you know, the, I the, put... the, the, the biggest, the biggest, like, I read the, ti- I read the title of the post and I thought, hmm. Yeah, this is an April Fool's. Uh, I'm just going to confirm <laughs> it with myself. Your is like red alert, Chinny. you got to be honest. <laughs> uh, and then, um, I thought, well, I'll read on. And then when it says, I'm going to do my own show, I think everybody will really like it. So I was like, yeah, this is an April Fool's. I just confirmed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one would like that. <laughs> no one. Absolutely they wouldn't. I mean, the, even the fact that I put it, right? So as a result, I'm going to be releasing a new show called You Guessed It Storytime. It will just be me talking about random stuff that has happened to me in the week for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people will really <laughs> like it. Anyway, I hope everyone will support me, right? And then Axeman Phil, bless him, right? But I'll certainly give it a listen to you. Is it on the same feed as the main VG's podcast, or do we need to subscribe separately? <laughs> right, <bless. laughs> so the question is this. Were they being nice and just generally supportive? Yeah, well, or do you yeah. think they actually would like to hear that? I don't know. But later on, Axeman Phil put, I'm so thick. <laughs> we appreciate it if you're being like supportive. <laughs> We, we do appreciate how supportive everyone is, but it makes me wonder, like, maybe people are just saying that about my show because they just want to be supportive and they don't really care about what I have to say about stuff. <laughs> I don't know, but Chris MJW put, the never-ending story, ah, ha, ha, sounds good to you. Let us know when it's up and where to get it, right? So, obviously, then, obviously, someone was tweaking and going, wait a minute, this isn't quite true. And the likely lad put, I'm no fool, lol. You know, so obviously... He was onto my scheming. Uh, and then Stephen Heath on the Twizzes, but lol, nice try. Uh, but then, uh, GH Rocker, blessing, but I'm actually really excited about this. So, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what can I say? So, he gets excited about Naruto, too, to be fair. He does, that is true. And I so, love GH Rocker, but. So, I mean, in the U, anyone Naruto? in the UK. Naruto? Really? Anyone in the UK should have realized, because I don't know whether this. <laughs> whether this is true for you chinny but back in the day if someone was telling a tall story we used to call them jack and ori you know that's that's what we used to use as a phrase to describe someone who was oh, making something that. up well you wouldn't he's a british thing jack <laughs> and ori so he wouldn't know well anyone in britain should know that because it used to be like jack and ori storyteller you know that's oh. what we used to call people oh. who were making stuff i didn't up. know that did you not know that uh, so it must be just me and my age. Uh, well, there you go. Actually, I, I've got bad news. It isn't true. It wasn't. No, sorry. No, you got good news, man. You got good news. <laughs> it was, it do you know what my daughter... Do you know what my people, it was, it's bad news for everyone Do you know else? what my daughter said to me? Do you know what my daughter said? She yeah, said I know what my daughter said. Hang on a second. I got a sound of it right here. <laughs> Shut the hell up! <laughs> no. Do you know what she said? And actually, do you know I should have done this? 
she said, you should really do one. You should just do a show and release it just for a grin. So, like, how funny would that be? Did your yeah. daughter really say, just for a grin? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Oh, she's just copying his speech patterns. That's what children do. Absolutely. Just for a grin, she says. Is your daughter very indecisive about things? Does she say sort of a lot? Well, it is and it isn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. But, yeah. I, I should have done it. It would have been so funny. And just really, like, made it really boring, you know, just rambling on about random stuff like going shopping. No, you should shopping. really talk about your life. Oh, actually, that's the same thing. <laughs> oh, you're so oh, oh, burn in your face. Yeah, whatever. Uh, tell me when you're going to say something funny, and then I'll laugh. Uh, ooh. Ooh. I just did. I just did. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so that I should have done that. I should have carried it on for a little bit. But he, he, but the, you see, people people rumble too fast. But instead of putting a comment in there, they should have left it and see if anyone else would have taken the bait. But uh, the, the we have an impulsive audience here, man. We can't expect it to just wait on stuff. I know they spoiled it. Spoiled it. So sh- restrict your order. Shame on you, the likely lad. to make. I'm leaving Shame this on you. For for spoil and he, he spoiled it within ten minutes of me putting it up or twenty minutes of me putting it up. So you know, I don't care. He could have waited. Up. Waited and see, we could have hooked a few more gullible oh, people. It's punked or anything. Is it? It's <laughs> just you know, I'm leaving the show. But to be fair, to be fair, mine was not the best April Fools' uh, prank of the day, and that that, that uh, award must go to Valve. It has to be said. Now, I'm not sure whether you've seen this, Chinny, or not, but I will put it in the uh, the notes for you to have a quick look at this one. You shouldn't have told him it's an April Fool's joke. I know, I shouldn't have done. Shouldn't have done. Have uh, a look at that. And, and, and yeah, I shouldn't have done. Pretend like you don't know that yeah, this pretend is Pretend like you don't know. Joke. Okay, I'm just going He's on clicking on the link now. now. Clicking on the link. Um, the thing's louder, and it's still louder. Oh, oh. Oh, that's very funny. No, wait till you <laughs> click on it. Oh, can you click on it? <laughs> now for anyone so, so go ahead Stu. yeah i was gonna say for anyone who doesn't know because <laughs> uh, the audio of Jenny reacting yeah, it is, it's not as good as <laughs> doesn't really tell you what happened what talking about yeah so valve put up on the obviously on the steam um shop site or store site uh now available half-life 3 the long-awaited final part of the half-life saga is now available <laughs> For sixty dollars, right? And obviously, a lot of people presumably would have clicked on this link. Uh, but unfortunately, when you did, you just got a fat caricature of Gabe Newell going half. Uh, I wouldn't call it a fat caricature. I would just, just call a, it a caricature, a drawing of, Neo. a very <laughs> accurate drawing of Gabe Newell. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. So yeah, he. I, I mean, but. To be honest, of all the things he could have picked, I guess it's the most appropriate, but you don't do that, surely, when everyone's waiting uh, for this game. Everyone knows it's a joke. Well, of course it's a joke, but it's not a nice joke, is he? I got it's a joke. <laughs> do you know, I've had a lot of people... Oh, 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 oh. Do you know what was even funnier, right? When I showed it Duke, he didn't know it was an April Fool's, and he got excited to begin with. <laughs> it's like two days... Well, it's the day after April Fool's. Yeah, man. so he's not seen it until I obviously gave it to him. Yeah, um, real. But the other great one was the pretend DLC for Saints Row the Third. Did you see this? Nope. nope. The Dominatrix. <laughs> ah. So they did a sort of a rip off of the Matrix into the Dominatrix, which was 
An alien warlord prepares to invade Earth and must take over the Saints in order to prepare his forces for domination. A Zinyak captures the leader of the Saints and imprisons him in an elaborate virtual reality simulation. This simulation program looks and feels like Steelport, but it is a world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Here you are a slave. Welcome to the Dominatrix. So there you go, the Dominatrix. Uh, I mean, to, to be fair to that one, uh, that's probably something that they could have just done. They that are could be real. <laughs> real, yeah. That could be real. You know uh, what I mean? It's just like, that sounds like, yeah, Saints Row, whatever, aliens, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> there was Harmonix Leaks uh, Street Fighter X Dance Central. <laughs> so there was uh, that one. Uh, Turtle Beach's $10,000 headset. <laughs> so they released nice. that. Uh, Mass Effect is a Saturday morning cartoon on IGN. So they right. do a mock uh, cartoon of Mass Effect. Uh, there was a Sarlacc Enforcer class in Star Wars The Old Republic, which is the big hole in the ground with the teeth. Uh, what else did we have? Uh, and Sony Online Entertainment, they have a statue of a, of a Free Realms mascot in the lobby area, and they exchanged it for a real person dressed as it. And every time someone walked past, he jumped out on them. So that was... Uh, yeah, huh? of, of what character? Uh, a Free Realms mascot, Chapney. Uh, right. Apparently, someone dressed as that took its place, so it was, became a real person. A poor guy. Uh, and he kept jumping people as he walked past. So there you go. So they the, they were the April Fools of the uh, of the game. Well, there's a bit of a funny one this year because it was on a Sunday. There's not a lot of stuff gets released on a Sunday, so I, I guess it was harder to do some. And that's why I couldn't troll my kids. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Funny day. It'll that. happen next. I'll, I'll do it after the break, and they'll go. What? It's not. I'm like, hey, you weren't even around when I was doing April Fools. All right, let's talk about games. <laughs> Chinny, now yeah, we know about some video games. We know you didn't play anything at all last. Oh nah, well, well. Has this changed this week? Uh, let's finally talk about some video games. And no, it's not changed. I haven't played a thing. No, Chinny. <laughs> Pathetic. It's a good thing I'm here to cover for people who don't play. The games. only thing I played is the indie game. That's it. God, you are rubbish. And I might be sacking you if you can't play any games. You can try to sack me. I, might, I do. Well, I have the YouTube passwords. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have ultimate power. Well, I know, because you, you post up on there all the time. <laughs> hey, I'm working on a video. I'm working on a video. I'm working on a video. Okay, okay. We'll let you have that one. Um, so you've not played anything at all? Nope. Jesus Christ. Well, Duke, I better come over to you then, seeing as you... Oh, yeah, baby! It's time for me to talk about what I've been playing. And it's a perfect timing, too, because I just finished my update of my website. So that's all taken care of. It looks a lot better now. People should go check it out. All right. I've been playing Fallout New Vegas. You ass. Oh, Jesus wept. <laughs> well, that, please tell me you've played something new. Yes, I've played other things, too. Be oh, quiet. Oh, good, good, good. Yes. But um, but I'm, you can't possibly no, you can't possibly have anything left to say about Fallout New Vegas. What uh, what have you got left to say that you've never said before? Are you ready to let me talk? Oh, uh, okay then. <laughs> First of all, I was in a party recently with people, and uh, somebody got knocked out of the party because they had to install an update. And I thought, you know what? When someone gets when someone leaves the party. It says to everyone in the party, so-and-so has left your party. But if someone gets signed out, it should say, so-and-so got signed out of Xbox Live. 
or so-and-so's console just powered off. You know what I mean? Like, there should be some indication to the rest of the people in the group that you didn't just decide to leave. Like, ah, to hell with you guys. I'm out of here. That uh, would be a good thing for them to update. Maybe it should say, Duke's got these updating rather than Duke's... Yeah, that would, that's to totally say that. But it doesn't always know because you just get signed out. You know what I mean? Like, you get signed out. At, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Uh, I played some Gears of War 3 with Influenza. Honky Patrol. Uh, uh. Uh, Combat Chinos and Ultraman Odin. That was fun. We played about 20 rounds or so of uh, Horde. Oh, I'm, really, I'm really sorry to you. You've not been feeling well. What? You said you've been playing with Influenza. I... <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny joke. That was funny. Stu, I got to thank you for introducing me to draw something because I've become totally oh, addicted. Oh, I forgot to mention awesome. that. Yeah, we've been playing loads of that together. Oh yeah. And I got told off for using the wrong context of the word golem. <laughs> Everybody's playing this. I'm not playing it. Gosh, yeah. Sorry, Chinny. It's a lot of fun. You, you know. I I can't recommend investing two hundred dollars in an eye device, but you know, like I said, like, have... like I said on the overseas connection, right? My business partner slash friend has an iPad and won't let me play it. Is that oh. Matt Weston? That's Matt Weston. He's gonna want to listen to the end of the show too, because he's gonna appreciate the little thing I got special something something. He doesn't like people touching his iPad. Are you serious? That's pathetic. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Now, what is they going to do to me? Like, you can't anything- have multiple accounts for that game, so I can see him not wanting to let you play his he games. He thinks he, I'm going to, like, Facebook rape him or something, because you can, there's, no, there's no, like, password for your Facebook or anything. Yeah. Like, Facebook can just... Yeah, I said, I won't do it. You can watch me play it. I just want to play it. And he's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. you think he would, like, trust you a little. Yeah. He is. Not, not with, with a business, yes. With an iPad, no. <laughs> yeah. The best. I, I don't know what. What's your best one you've had, like drawing or word or clue that someone? I'm pretty good. I rip it up, man. When I, I think I do a pretty good job. But you know what? I've started to see some repeaters, which is annoying. Yeah. Well, uh, they get, that's how they get you because they go buy more words for another 69p or 99. You really buy more words? Yeah. You can buy more words. So, do if I buy the words, do you get those? Even though you haven't bought them. Yeah, because obviously you'd be drawing that word, wouldn't you? So you, that's so weird. Yeah, that's how they get you. And, and, and if you want more colors, if you wanted green, uh-huh. for instance, yeah. No, but you know green. what? The colors you can buy with the little coins that you get. Yeah, but you have to have hundreds of them, though. Yeah, well, I have. Wow, you must be playing way more than I am. Although I suppose I bought the not free version too, so maybe they gave me some coins when I did that. Ah, maybe I, I'm I, still playing the free. I have to look into whether you buy more words with actual money or with the little fake coins. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. Um, well, I was going to say, uh, can, I, can I just say, I was going to say the the best clue I've had. I wanted to mention it because I thought it was very clever. Yes. Uh, was off. I think I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure because I'm playing with about six or seven different people, uh, but I think it was off Stulek. And it, the word was Pitfall, and he literally drew, you know, the game Pitfall from back in yeah. the day. And he drew that. And I got it straight away. It was really, really well done. Yeah, I was going to say, your tattoo it took me a while to get out. I thought, what the hell is that? I thought it was someone who cut their arm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. You know what? Like, the first time I played it, I was racing through for the story. The second time I played it, I was going to go look at some different places. This time, I went online and I found where the locations are to start every mission, every quest, and every unmarked quest. Because there are some things you can do that aren't, like, actual quest quests, but there's still things to do. So I've been doing all that. 
And uh, do you know, I I can understand why you're playing this because you know there aren't any other decent games to play at the moment, are there? Like Mass Effect <laughs> Three, yeah. for instance. Well, the other thing is this: uh, I have DLC for Fallout New Vegas that I've never played yet. I'm going into high pitch mode. It's because I find the game to be fun. That's Proper. true. Yeah. Well, I get that right. Kill when him. When there's, Sue him. <laughs> when there's nothing else to play. You know? He likes to play a game oh that he enjoys. God, play this game now. Why does it matter to you when I play what? <laughs> well, he doesn't, but it seems right then, shut weird up. that you played a game from, what was it, <laughs> two years ago? No, right, I'll talk about a new game that I played. You Two. Happy? Yeah, um, go. Wrecked Revenge Revisited. What the hell is that even? Oh my god. Piece of sh**. It's a multiplayer only demo. You know who's playing this right now online? Nobody. No one. Yeah. So I couldn't play the demo at all. It was completely stupid. What sort sort of game is it? It's a racing game, but that's all I know because I couldn't play it. I sat there waiting for five minutes for someone to join my game. Nothing. Ridiculous. And then I played Terror Man's Revenge, which is the latest South Park game. Oh, and, yes, I've played that as well. Oh, it is all right. Is a South Park platformer. Yeah, no, but dude, I I kind of quite like the setup. You know, like we were saying about the story and stuff, and the fact that they were, you know, making reference to his hard drive getting stolen. You know, and he was saying that at least he wouldn't have to sit through L.A. noir cutscenes again. Yeah, that's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, dude, they know how to make jokes. South Park guys are good, but. You know, as far as the gameplay goes, it's a fairly standard, conventional platformer. No, I don't know whether that's true. I mean, Chinny, you, you must appreciate the joke about the L.A. Noir thing, because, you know, you, you hated that game, didn't you? Well, it's a shame that this game sucks now. Oh. <laughs> Say something bad about L.A. Noir. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Go on. Go for it. Go on. Come on. Nice. Come on. You know you can no. do it. It was an ambitious game that had a lot of full force. So I will give it that. Do you say flaws, then? you said? Yeah, I thought you said flaws. Do you say flaws? Horrible, horrible, boring through most of it. Yeah, I'm with South Park on this one. (laughs) Anyway, no, no, you're not right. No, you're not right. Because like the gameplay, it was it was quite an interesting platform, you know. Because we need different new platformers, don't we? It's not a new platformer. It is a new platformer. Platformer, but it's nothing new about it. What's new about it? Well, you have to collect stuff. Oh, you have to collect stuff. What an amazing revelation. And the Switches. Ooh, Switches. Hey, gamers, have you been hoping for a new innovation in games? How about Switches? All right, what about what about uh, time travel control? Braid. Oh, I know. I know. Secret areas. Secret areas. Yeah, they, really? spark- they sparkle as well like Twilight. Really? really? No. Look, it's nothing wrong with it. If you like South Park and you like platformers, you'll like this game. So play Terror Man's Revenge. Whatever. Moving on. We had the Halo Reach play date. That was fun. Yeah. And I bought it because I didn't want to rent it because I couldn't. I didn't find a place that rented it. It's a good game, it, so. dude. It's a good yeah? game. I'll play it. I'm going to actually play the single player. Well, how much, how, much need, how much did you pay for it? Do you mind me asking how much you paid? 29 That sounds quite if a lot. Need, it, doesn't it? If you need yeah, a co-op cool. buddy, then... Get somebody who hasn't played it before, because I've already played it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't really care about co-op, but... Um, I think that sounds quite expensive, you know. I think that is yeah, it was in the UK. That's, that's one of the reasons I want to play it. It's like, I want to get my money's worth, damn it. But, uh, you know, we play, I finally played that game where you had the trucks going down the hill. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Stop, which was... It was pretty fun. It's uh, crazy. 
Yeah, and we tried to play the one where everyone's in their little buggy and you're shooting and blowing each other up, but we couldn't get it started for some reason. Uh, so we just played some Team Deathmatch and uh, other stuff. It was fun. So shout-outs to G-Monk and Master Zulu and Rotten Ice and John Mouse and Combat Chinos and Fruity Red. In the, Just out of interest, in the UK, it's £9 second-hand. Well, that's on eBay or something, huh? No, no, it's on Amazon. Well, I'm saying, though, like, I had to get it at the commie shop, and they it's a command economy. You pay our price! Get out! <laughs> Is that how it works? That's exactly how it works. You can't be, like, shopping around. Who else? Where are you going to go to GameStop? Do you know, maybe I should... I never finished it, you know. I never got to the very end of it. Well, maybe you yeah. should get to the end of it. I don't know. Uh, I played the, um, the... What's it? Oh, oh. people were on our Halo Reach playdate. There's... The, God, it made me so mad. It was John Mouse, mostly. There's the thing. When the game's about to start, and there's a countdown timer... You can press X and delay the start of the game. And he just kept doing it and doing it. Like for three minutes, people just... Oh, 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 oh. Three, two... Oh, oh. That's really annoying. Yeah, it was. And uh, our nemesis said he couldn't join us because he had a hangover. So hope he's feeling better. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. And I played the indie game, but we'll talk about that soon. We will, we will come to that soon. Yeah, but I'll be playing more games this week because I'm on... Spring Break! Yeah! Well, I'm, I'm a bit sad this week because... It's sad. Yeah, yeah. Reason being, I was determined to finish Mass Effect 3 for this week's show. Uh-oh. Actually, uh-huh. get it done. Finished. Done. And I yeah. didn't... I didn't make it, but I think I'm very close to the end. I'm on sort of the final... Sorry, mate. Um, just stop there and you won't get be disappointed. Well, that's what I've heard. Although I've got to say, it is turning ever so slightly weird in the last mission that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But I have enjoyed it, right? And I'm liking the to-in and throw-in stuff and, and the, the different things that have happened and the few little twists and turns that have happened through the game. But I've still got niggles. I still have niggles with it. And I've got some new niggles as well. Oh, jeez. Are they niggles or niggly piggles? Mm, no, they're more definite niggles. Mm. Definite niggles. For instance, right, my shepherd, he's, he's become a bit of a badass, you know, because he, he was always such a nice guy in the other two. I think he's become as disillusioned as I have with it, you know what I mean, with it all. And he's, yeah, he's, he's been doing, it. for instance, right, I've met Miranda right near the beginning of the game, who I obviously, you know, got jiggy jiggy with, and, you know, this, the engine room. In two. Jiggy jiggy with it. I had a bit of jiggy jiggy with her. And, you know, you know, and I met her in this game and sort of said, yeah, yeah, you know, everything's cool and we're going to still get together and whatever when all this stuff is over and get jiggy jiggy again and all that stuff. But then. Yeah, jiggy with it. But then I got jiggy willy ara. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm getting jiggy with it. And I'm not, not only that. Up, by the way, in case people are hoping that I will. No. <laughs> but I got, you got jiggy jiggy. Uh, jiggy jiggy with Liara. Nah, 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 jiggy with it. And <laughs> play it. Not only that, I will not. Something proper weird, right? And this is sort of a spoiler, but I guess it's not really because it was just no, weird. Shoot. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. No, I, I no, need to talk about no, this. No, 
No, no, I've got to talk about it. It's not. It's nothing to do with the story. It's gonna be like the end of the game, and he's like, "Oh, it's nothing. Don't worry. It's not." I've got to talk. It it isn't. No, listen. It's the weirdest thing I have ever happened in a game. Weird, but it's not a spoiler. Okay, so you're at the. It's not a spoiler. No, no. Dead, okay, for real this time. Like his head's in a Nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. So basically, right, you know, like, you know, um, the ensign or whatever who sort of says, you've got a message on your console, Shepard, or whatever, right? Yeah. I come back after doing Turns the Turns out he's your father. No. No, it's just the weirdest <laughs> thing. No, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to it if you give me a chance, right? <laughs> so, so she says, right, uh, Ashley has asked, can you see her in a cabin? Right, so oh, yeah. another bit of jiggy jiggy, a different woman, but you know, I'm up for anything, right? So, but she said it, right? Like, she's requested to see you, you know, request. So, it was the weirdest thing. So, I goes down to Ashley's cabin, right? Opens the door, and she's laid out on the floor, curled up in a ball, right? <laughs> so, I was like, what the hell? And That's the sexiest up. position for a woman no, to be it, curled up in a ball. It was just the weirdest cutscene because it just turned out. That she was pissed, right? Like but, drunk. Yeah, drunk. Right, and saying that she had the worst hangover ever. But like, I'm thinking, if you're in that state, one, you're not going to go to Enton. Can you ask Commander Shepard to come and see me in my quarters? And oh, she, she didn't... make her feel better. No, she didn't want anything. When I actually spoke to her, she was just like, leave me alone, go away. Right, so I was just like, what is just... It was just a weirdest thing. It made no Did sense. You Did you go away? Yeah, I just went away, yeah. And there was nothing else to say to her. Once she finished her, she just... What was weird... <laughs> Right. Tell Shepard to come in here so I can tell him to fuck off. Yeah. What was even weirder, right? Um, I could have been having sex with her because... Because you, you know, have a hangover. Do you know when you run out of things on the dialogue tree and then you can't talk to them anymore, right? Every time I tried to talk to her again, just to see if there's any more conversation, she went... Oh. <laughs> just... what'd, she, what'd she say? Oh. oh. Ooh, I, I kind of like that. Say I... it again. <laughs> seriously it's the weirdest thing that happened in the game so far so that happened right that's pretty weird now watch that be a huge spoiler like greg delacy's like oh i can't believe Stu just told you about when she was curled up in a ball which was pissed in a cabin what form are the aliens taking some of them are squares some of them are balls some of them are straight lines so you gotta figure it out for yourself shepherd and then like the secret is that it's a ball it was just weird it it was seriously just very very odd so that happened right and then my shepherd is killing well, people. Say it happened. Yeah, killing people left, right, and center. I swear he's he's changed. He's why is he killing people? That's bad. I know. I don't know why he's doing that. It's nothing to do with me controlling him to kill people. Sure. But, but to be fair, and this isn't a spoiler because I'm not going to say why. But I <laughs> every time you say it's spoiler, I know. I get more and more nervous. I know. Listen, listen. Right. This is the last time you get to I, talk. That's effect three. I made a decision, right, which I thought was the right decision. But it was really a bad decision. Oh, jeez. You know when something happens in the game and you go, oh, And all sh- of your squad members except one get well, killed? How that happens? It weren't that. It wasn't, well, it sort of was worse than that in a way. <laughs> but I had, but right. Do, do you know when, like, you know, you have, like, you know, something happens, you know. You know, you have an action and there's a reaction, isn't there? You know what I mean? Oh. You know, action, reaction. And... It was all down to the dialogue choices that I chose. From what I, it was another wreck situation, right? Yeah. And I thought something may happen, but I had no idea as to the severity of what was about to happen. 
Uh, dependent on the decision that I made. And it was pretty shocking. I was like, and then I was like, did that really happen? Did I understand that correctly? Is that what just happened? It was a very odd uh, feeling. Uh, they did a good job of it, but I was totally, it was, yeah. it, it seemed completely out of context with what was going on at the time. And then when it happened, I was like, whoa, didn't expect that whoa. to happen. Yeah. So that happened. And then the other, the biggest gripe I've got is this, right? I've been on to look right, and I'm apparently I'm not going to get... It's not a spoiler, it's not a spoiler. No, this is nothing to do with spoilers. But apparently I am not going to get the best possible ending. Good. Okay. And the reason I'm not going to get the best... Because it's life, Stu. Well, the reason I'm not going to get it... Well, I wish it was that simple. But apparently, according to the interwebs, right, to get the best possible ending in the game, and it's also dependent on the decisions you make at the end of Mass Effect 2, apparently, determines what ending you get. Okay, so whatever you decide at the end of that one determines the ending of this one. Uh, but your galactic readiness rating has to be over 5,000, right? It's over 5,000! Mine is currently sat on about 4,700. Oh, jeez. Right? So you could have done it, but you didn't do it. Well, no, this is where it pisses me off, right? And I feel like singing another song about this. Because... Don't, I've, don't I've literally done nearly every side mission that I've come across, right? And I've brought back all whatever stupid, crappy going to a system and just pressing scan and then having to come out when the Reaper's come and going back in to pick up whatever you've identified and taking yes, it. That's well, problem. Trying to figure out who the fuck gave you the mission in the first place and trying to find them back on the Citadel and which one did I need to talk to and having to click on the map and go up and down in a lift and all that kind of crap, right? But I still haven't got enough points, right? And from what I can gather, the only best way to do it is to play the co-op to do it, to, to sort of make it go up a lot quicker, right? Why? Why, when I'm not even bothered about playing the co-op, should I have to play it? And, in addition, what if I wasn't on the internet? Get bothered. It just well, pisses me off. There's rumor about the thing with the next thing. I don't care. Well, yeah, we'll come to that. But that, that just pisses me off because it's just like, I don't, I'm not interested in playing the co-op. I might play it afterwards. Yeah, but why? Why should that affect my single-player game? And it's like, well, you can do it, but you have to do every single crappy side mission, which aren't even missions. It's just like, fly to this friggin' galaxy and pick up this thing and and scan a planet and bring it... It's it's In some ways, it's worse, you know, than scanning the planets for minerals. The genocide and the Holocaust. (sighs) Uh, Honestly, I... Gotta get those minerals. Yeah, but I'd yeah. prefer to do that because you didn't have to then go all the way back to the Citadel and then wander around the Citadel trying to find the person who's giving you the mission in the first place. Oh, it's it's all messed up, man. I'm really pissed off with it. And I, and now I'm like, because I thought, fuck it, I've done everything I think I need to do. I'm just going to go and do it, right? And then I looked on the internet and it's like, oh, you've got to have 5,000 for you to get the best ending. So I'm not going to get the best ending. And then everyone's like, oh, well, there's 14 different endings, but they only change by about 2% anyway. So it makes no difference well, what you why do. Why are you so obsessed about getting the best ending? Well, I'm not obsessed about getting the best ending, but but I'm conditioned into doing it, aren't I? Because I'm thinking, Just think of it I want the best life. ending. You would, have done better. you would have done better if you worked with others. That's what it is. Yeah, but, you, you, uh, but then also it could be dependent on some of the decisions I made because I might have had a better galactic readiness rating had I not made the decision I made which caused a big Just catastrophe. The, decision that the ending that you get is the ending that you... Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm nearly yeah. there. I reckon I've only probably got another couple of hours to play. I'm about 32 hours in. Oh, my God! I don't think I've got a lot of time left to play, but... Oh, it's proper bugging me now. But I'm enjoying it. 
I'm enjoying it. Oh man, I'll tell you what though. I did unlock right not a spoiler, it's, not a it's not a spoiler. No, I, I saved up enough um uh enough points or whatever or credits or whatever it is and I bought the Spectre uh Black Widow five, I think it's called. What and it's that? it's the badassest sniper rifle I've ever had. It's literally one shot kills on people with shields and stuff. Oh man. <laughs> That way. And I'm I'm sniping everything. It's, it's interesting because obviously I've been a vanguard right from the first game and I've never changed my character or any of that sort of stuff. And in the very first game, from what I can remember, you could only use a pistol and something else. It was, there was only a couple of weapons you could use. And then in the second game, I think it was similar. But in this game, you can use any weapon you like. So... I've become a much more snipery person, and uh, and then also I don't know whether I've mentioned this, but you can you you get proper headshots, which is very similar to the Gears of War three head exploding cinematic when you do one. They pop, they pop, they pop, yeah, they pop. One of my best one of my best achievements that I think I've got so far is one called Letterbox, and basically there's there's some of the enemies have you know shields that are similar to the ones you know in uh, Uncharted three, the shields you carry around with your gun or whatever. But they have a little slotting where they look through, and obviously you can snipe them through the slot and blow their head off. Oh, yeah. You got one through there. Yeah. So if you get ten of those, you get you get a, an achievement for doing it. So that's kind of cool. But I'm liking it. I'm fully. I'm literally half a level off being fully maxed out at level 50. Sweet. I know. So I'm assuming there's an achievement for doing that as well, but I'm hoping... Probably is. ...before the end of the game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm literally fully maxed out. And by the way, I didn't answer the question on the overseas about, you know, going into game at level... I was about level 28 or something when I started the game. I'm absolutely fine with it. I'm not a problem with that. It's nice to actually do that and not have to start from zero again. I know it's late, but you said letterbox, so I have to play this. Brilliant. <laughs> what was that? That's Letterbox by They Might Be Giants. What a great uh, song. See, you never know. I never heard that before. That's a great song. You should well, give me that. But, you know, as many gripes as I've got with the game, there's as many things I like about it as well. And that it's a real it's a real paradox, I feel, Mass Effect 3. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot to like, and there's a lot that bugs you as well at the same time. Um, sounds like life. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but I've not got to the ending yet, and, and you know, if, if CP's anything to go by, I might be really pissed off at the end, or I might not be bothered. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but it is turning a bit weird at the moment. You know, and I'm, I think I am in the home straight, as it were, but I might not be. Who knows? I might still have another 10 missions to go. I don't know. It's all a bit weird. You better guess, keep us posted. I know, we'll get there when we get there. But you two need to play this game, I guess, at some point eh, in time. At some I point. need to play any game. I know. You just need to play a game. Yeah. Be you good. just need to play a game. Um, and that's it for me this week. And that's all I've played apart from the South Park thing, which uh, we talked about and Duke ridiculed. Because yeah, I just, I just haven't had time to play <laughs> anything else. Because I'm desperate to finish Mass Effect 3 and then I can move on. That sounds awful, doesn't it? But I want to well, play any game game. long enough. You're ready to be done with it. That's yeah, I, I'm sort of feel like I'm done now. But I want to get obviously I want to obviously finish it and get to the end and you know find out what all the fuss is about. Uh, and then I want to get back to binary domain and shoot some shit properly. Uh, get into cover and do some weird Japanese stuff. 
You know, that's what I want to be doing. I don't want to be playing this game no more. No, I do. I do enjoy it, but it's like I say, it's a real uh, paradox. I'm finding equal amounts to not like and like at the same time. It's a very, yes. very, very odd experience. And and that's about it, really. I guess for what we've been up to this week, because um, yeah, you two have been a bit rubbish. Well, Duke not so bad, but Chini's really bad this week again. That happens. Yeah, it does. I guess. Uh, so let's talk about something he has played, shall we? And do the indie pick for this week. Oh yeah! <laughs> game review. Review. Hello all, Vlados here. What? Singing? Rapping? What are you talking about? Ah, oh, dang it! My annoying little sister, Vlados, must have been logging in as me and doing indie reviews. Attention, everyone! The last three reviews were not done by me. That was my stupid little sister Slados pretending to be me. I was wondering why I hadn't heard from you guys in a while. Anyway, this week we're having a look at Redshift, a bullet hell shooter with slick red graphics and an interesting twist. Did you love the classic arcade game 1942? Me too. Flying around, blasting the heck out of all the enemy ships on the screen? Well you're going to love this game. The twist is this. You have another option, called the Redshift, which allows you to slow down enemy fire so you can maneuver around and escape from tight spots. It makes things very interesting, although the baddies fill your life with plenty of bullets to dodge. It becomes more of a lifesaver than a handy bonus perk. The music is a bit repetitive, but it sounds good. The graphics are elegant and fit the aesthetic beautifully. It feels good and looks good too. Redshift is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados out. It's time for justice. Hey Vlados, let's have a little chat. There you go. Is that is that it? I think she's going to go beat up her oh, sister. No. That's messed by the, up. By the way, she seems to have been um, at the beginning of your other show. Is that true? Has she been doing a bit of, you know, freelancing? Yeah, lights as uh, an announcer for the Deviant Syncast. Yeah, but she was doing that. that before she was doing this, so. Yeah, well, look, you know, she's got to do some freelance work here and there. You know. I guess. Hey, yeah. cash rules everything around me. So, Chini, seeing as you've not played anything else at all this week, what did you think of the indie pick for this week? I thought the indie pick was meh to okay. Oh, yeah. So, what, why uh, was that? I, I liked... It's a shmup, you know. That's uh, pretty much what it is. Very simple graphics, very basic. Reminded, the graphics reminded me of Groove, the indie game. Yes, it does look a lot like that. Which made me think maybe it was the people who made this. Uh, I don't know. But um, the only thing I do like, because usually these kind of shmups these days are very hard. Uh, and the thing that made this very easy was the slow motion button. And I... Redshift. I, I, uh, I might be wrong, but I've never seen that in a shmup game. And it made it very approachable for me. Yeah, it was well, a bit like bully time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was bully time. And, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, so Duke, what did you think? Yeah, um, I wanted to like this game. The aesthetics were really good, and it felt good, and it looked good, and it sounded good. But it was too hard. See, I, I was the opposite. I thought it was too easy, somehow. Well, either way... It's too repetitive, and that's a real death to a shmup because 
uh, Galaga, way back in the day, is a great shmup. It's like the best shmup ever. And it has randomness, even though it's very simple. So, I don't know. I think that this game suffered from a lack of programming imagination in some ways. It's, it's no beat hazard, is it? It's no uh, beat hazard. That's true. Well, what I found, I, I'm actually agreeing with you. I think it, it, it did become repetitive, and it was a similar type of enemies every time, similar type of bosses. Oh. Uh, yeah, and it, but I I'm thought... It's to have that sometimes, but yeah. just this time it was meh. I thought it was a good little game, though. I think with a bit more elaboration on it and a bit more you know diversion it would actually be pretty good i think it's got a good basic concept but they just didn't flesh it out enough it was just missing a bit more depth to it wasn't it, it was a bit shallow yeah i think that was trouble talking talking of beat hazard there's a challenge that i keep thinking of doing and i haven't got around to it yet because there's a, a great version of the game on the ipod uh, that works brilliantly well beat hazard if you haven't played beat hazard you need to play it it's just a brilliant game play it uh, yeah play it now um I'm I'm thinking right. I have got a one-hour Dead Mouse remix, right? Oh yeah, and <laughs> I keep thinking that I'm going to try and play the whole hour. Oh, I dare you! I know. I keep thinking it's a hell of a challenge, isn't it, to play a whole hour without dying? And can you imagine if I get to like 58 minutes or something and then die? That'd be horrific, yeah. wouldn't it? But I keep thinking it'd be a great challenge to do, you know. To that would be uh, a great uh, challenge. I dare you to do it. Do you dare me? What do you think, Chini? Should I do it? An hour. Yeah. An hour. Why not? Why? Hazard. Yeah. And dead mouse. Yeah, do it. I think yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna attempt it. I'll do it on easy. I'm not gonna do it on do difficulty level because go I'm, nuts. Do I want to get to the end, but I'm. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna record do yourself it. playing the whole thing, and then we well, can for an hour while you play it. But it's such a great game. If you've not played it, honestly, iPod version is really excellent. They've done a fantastic job, or, or he has, I guess, of, of porting it over. And I have got some other indie game news. Ooh, tell us, tell us. Yes. Indie game news. Indie I have. News. It's time for indie game news. I have. Uh, that will never a, be a jingle. I know, no. that won't. I have got an interview lined up with an indie developer. And Yeah, oh, Nah. You're gonna like this. I'll tell you. And the indie developer I am going to be interviewing now. Hopefully, hopefully I should do it later this week, but I can't guarantee it. Uh, but if we do it later this week, it'll probably if you listen to this show on Friday or Saturday, it should be on the website on Wednesday. So it should be sort of right after this show, I guess, the next one along. Uh, and the developer I am going to be interviewing is Jonathan Fluke. And I think he's his brother David uh, from Silver Silver Dollar Games. Oh, oh my now, God. Killer's they're, Dream, baby. They're best to be about the Killer's Dream. They're best known uh, for making little... What you'd probably call shovelware, I guess, is the, is the best way to describe these games in, in a nice way. I know that Duke could probably come up with some much meaner things to say. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be around when you interview him because that'll be. Uh, well, it's yeah. just going to be me because obviously, you know, we're not. Going to, I'm not going to be mean to him because you can't give him an easy ride, though. I am not going to. Don't worry. I'm going to give him some tough questions. You know, I'm going to get to the bottom of uh, such gems as No Luca, No, uh, Achilles Dream, of course, and Office Affairs, which I think was one of those as well. <laughs> really? Was that them as well? I think so. They've made a lot of games. They've seriously made a lot of games. It might not be, but I'm almost sure Office Affairs was one of those as well. 
They've made, they've made a lot of games. Uh, but anyway, that being said, you know, they have made some really good games as well. They have made some good games. They made Blow, which was one of the very first in the games, and it was a finalist in the Dream Build Play of the, you know, the very first one that they did. And they've made some decent games since then. So I'm going to make a make a, an actual thing of, of playing the ones that have been in the Dream Build Play because they have one in there every year in the final. So Every year! But... You know, I'm going to ask them some questions about that. You know, why they sort of do the games that they're doing. You know, what they want to get out of it and all that sort of stuff. So, why they want those games? Because they want to make money. End of discussion. Well, we'll find that out. Yeah, it's because they pay the bills. Pay the bills. We will ask them these questions. How sad. That's how they have to pay the bills. Look, you're making big, massive, broad-based assumptions here. No, I'm saying Uh, what they've said. I read an interview with them. We got to get paid. Yeah, but if you notice, in the oh, did you read the the blog post? I read something somewhere once upon a time. Well, in the that's not what they say in the blog post. What are they saying in the blog post? So basically, he said, "Well, no, no, you'll have to wait till the interview, and we'll get it straight." Oh, wow. the horse's yeah. mouth. No, so mean. No. But it's yeah, John, John, and David Fluck, who uh, pardon, shut your mouth, John and John and David Fluck. Uh, but we'll get to the bottom of all of this when I speak to them. And, uh, yeah, should, like I say, it should be out on Wednesday. Uh, try not to fart. Who could forget that one? <laughs> I had until you reminded me. Uh, why did I buy this game? Yeah. And they, they also. Oh, you mean that's the name of the game? That's the name of the game. And they also made Shoot or Date. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know. They've, they've made something pretty God interesting. God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> so we'll we'll get to the bar. I think it'll be an interesting interview. I think they're going to be really fun. So. God have mercy on our souls. I, I think it'll be definitely worth listening to. Honey, where, where are the are shoes? <laughs> Here are the shoes. At the porch. At the now, porch. Too. Now there's a possibility. God, you know, because I am going to be fairly honest with them. And, they, you know, it may not go well. You know, so... So fingers crossed that they don't right. sort of hang up on me. <laughs> I'd be so happy if it was just like an awkward interview. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. It'll be fine. It'll be absolutely fine. Oh and if you listen to this, it might sound a bit weird me suggesting that. They've they, they got to know that they're some of them. Yeah, they know what people think of them. <laughs> well, we know what you think of them, Duke. Well, uh, I'm not alone. I dare say there are many. Well, it's other- interesting when you see, when you read some of the comments on these blog posts. They're all going to say, "Personally, I say keep it up." One of the things I love most about Xbox Live indie games is that it reminds me of the heyday of the ZX Spectrum. That's fine. Ignore the snobs, like punk musicians in the eyes of a symphony orchestra. Don't base your self-image on the opinions of others. Whatever you do, and enjoy the ride. Irreverence is rare and wonderful. There's nothing worse than a bitter game dev who can't respect genres that don't fit into their own definition of good. They're just like jazz cats looking down on pop music. Jealous of the fluff. Sells more like their highbrow art. Keep up the good work, as crappy as some of it may be. In my books, you rock. So there you go. People like them. Some people, that one person likes them. I mean, obviously they're selling games. I'm not trying to keep on rocking, guys. People in the underground tend to to be reading out things from comments on their stuff. What people are saying. That's that's a bit weird because Stu. I mean, reading out comments is a bit kind of low. Uh, Derek also said that (laughs) on the other comments there. uh, (laughs) That reading out comments is bad, so don't do it anymore. Look, (laughs) look, I'm only telling you what the people think. Yeah, well, Jude's opinion is not the only opinion in the world, you know. 
No, Jonathan but it's the right one, and you know it's the right one. <laughs> Jonathan from Ludlow says, yeah, you shouldn't be reading that other people. If you disagree with my opinion, say so, but you don't, so stop. <laughs> disagree. I'm, I, I'm, I disagree, agree. then that's fine, but you're wrong. Very, very wrong. And no, you know that I'm right. Let's, let's move on to something a bit more I'll happy. Turn the Big Lebowski. A bit more happy. Hello. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. This week is a week of rumours. Lots of rumours this week. Oh, for God's sake, we haven't had enough of these. I know. But this one, Chinyo Lattis, this is GTA 5 rumours. This is GTA 5 rumours. Go on. Apparently, someone... Now, this is it's not a reliable source, so I'll start that from the outset. Uh, oh, someone... Someone claiming to be a friend of a disgruntled ex-Rockstar employee has dumped a bunch of supposed Grand Theft Auto V details online. Okay. Well, well, let's go through these. You can tell... Right, let's see if you think possible bullshit, maybe, or whatever, you know. You, right. what you do is get ready with some comments at the end are of the Are you ready? Which are, are ready? probably ready? just like, this is bullshit. Uh, the info originally appeared on GameSpot's forums has been since deleted, which is a bit weird. <gasps> yeah, so they've been deleted. It, uh, must it must be true. They deleted it. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is what they're saying. The game will feature 32-person multiplayer. And as in Red Dead Redemption, players will be able to create gangs and build up a... Re- well, we know that anyway, don't know we? That. Because they've, they've already said the that. They've already one there that yeah. people already know to make it look good. We, we know that. Uh, GTA 5's map will weigh in at around five times as large as GTA 4's Liberty City. I think we already knew that. It's claimed. We've lost Santos taking up just under half of its area. As always, the map will be split into three sections and can be explored using aircraft. Right? So we sort of know this because you you did this in your sort of trailer, you know, sort of dissection because you said, look, there's a plane going over. Must be able to fly one. I mean, like, this person's left and he's fallen out with Fallout. Sorry, fallen out with Rockstar or that. So this isn't really juicy gossip so far. It's like, oh, well, listen, listen. The game's going to be really good, right, everyone. Right. Oh, God, I totally got him. According to his info, uh, star Albert De Silva, the man shown in the original trailer, who is half Hispanic and a former member of the Vice City crime gang. Uh, Silva has decided to leave the gang life behind and settle in Los Santos uh, with his first-person shooter-loving, good-for-nothing son, Kevin. So that's supposedly who the protagonist is. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, come on. Uh. Sorry, go ahead. These last things, I think, are the most interesting stuff. Because uh, he says this, he says, uh, police chases are now way more than either running or driving. Depending on how wanted you are, police may bring out riot shields and flashbangs. Uh, when someone reaches a four-star one there will be a radio warning on some of the radio stations. So that can happen. Uh, radio stations now do traffic reports uh, that are actually correct. So if you don't want a route to take and you want to check the traffic reports on the phone, you can do that on either phone or radio. So you can check what the traffic's like at different parts of the city. You think that's true? It sounds like, like an obvious conclusion if you thought about these things too much. Yeah, the in-game TV has now many more channels. Well, uh, whatever. That doesn't matter. Uh, the protagonist does not die unlike in the last two Rockstar games. Spoilers! So, spoilers for the other games, I guess. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't Wait. know that, because I never got to the end. <laughs> Wait, GTA 4, and what was the one before that? Uh, 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 we, we better be 
carefully because this is spoiler territory, but they're not talking about Grand Theft Auto games. <gasps> no, they're not. She's you're right. I hadn't even thought of that. No, you're right. I was thinking about the last two. They had the last two GTA games. They're not talking about that, are they? Too late. Uh, done now. Uh, it's been out for two we years. We should do a retroactive warning. 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 Don't listen to the part before this. Sorry, you're right. You didn't even think of it that way. I was thinking more of GTA games. Sorry. Anyway, uh, the underworld actually has a working economy that you can contribute to by buying and selling drugs, weapons, and illegal cars in the single-player game. Fallout did it first. Would you like that, though? Would you think that was cool if it was actually a, a feature of the game? Yeah, why not? That'd be kind of cool. The protagonist can take drugs, which will have some effects, but smoking weed on the street... No, no, no. ...to get a one-star level. No, won't happen. Uh, Police cars will go after you if you're obviously breaking the speed limit, having high-speed crashes. No. Well, they did that anyway. No. Didn't they? No. (laughs) Jenny, what do you think about this? You argue with the GTA Queen. Hang on. (laughs) Queen. Hang on. (laughs) No, that's right. Queen. Okay. There's no, um, there's no way that's, that's happening. Okay, well, let's go through what happens at different wanted levels and see if you believe these, right? In one star, police follow you on foot and try to make an arrest. No sirens, no car chases unless you are speeding. A two-star wanted level, police will still attempt to make an arrest. If the weapon is drawn, uh, then the police will begin open firing. Uh, police will use stun guns if a weapon is not drawn, which... Probably makes sense as well. That's what happened in the other game, wasn't it, really? A three-star... No one used stun guns. Three-star, chases begin, and the police don't care how they stop you. They just want to do it. Four-star, road traps, police stations, and much more hostile police. Even when you have evaded them, they will still search for 24 in-game hours for someone matching your description. No, 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 no. Five star, shoot to kill, arrest only if it's made very possible. Even when you have evaded them, they will still search for 48 in-game hours to someone matching your description. Few missions become unavailable if you are wanted at this level. No, it won't. And for a six star, this is great, I love this if this is true. Six star, military vehicles come after you. Even when you have evaded them, they will still search for 72 in-game hours for someone matching your description. Some missions become unavailable if you are wanted. No, it won't. So why do you think these aren't true, then? It just seems like someone's got too much time on their hands and they've just been thinking about it too much. That's what it sounds like to me. I think, you know what I always, what I think is always kind of cool about these sort of rumours and stuff that come out is that... That it's written by shadows? No, I always think that what the actual game will be is always way more boring than what people think up. Yeah, people's <laughs> imaginations go like crazy. Up real high so they can have it crash to the ground. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's, what, that's what I always find a bit sad, because I always think, oh, that'd be kind of cool, you know, there's, like, tanks yeah. coming after you and stuff. That'd be cool. Oh, well, right. there was tanks that came after you in, in GTA 3, so that's nothing new, but, like, uh, it, uh, no. Like, it's just like a little boy's fantasy or something. This, this is just yeah. bullshit. Well, there you go. That's, that's the rumour for that, but there are more rumours. Bullshit! Let's get the rumours out of the way first. Didn't we just do that? No, we've got some more rumours. There's, oh, there's more rumours. There's more rumours. There's more rumours. Uh, let's do this. Uh, Sophie confident of launching PS4 before the sex Xbox. <laughs> Not the sex oh, Xbox. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it's... what I want. Um, Sony confident of launching PS4 before Xbox 720 report claims. So okay. apparently, 
Sony is confident that PlayStation 4 will release before the Xbox 720 next Christmas. That's according to VG247Source, who claims key partners like Ubisoft are already working on games for the unannounced console, while other developers have been invited to PS4 reveal events taking place in May and June in the States. Uh, PS4 specs and design goalposts were apparently in place at least two years ago. And the site says players will be able to control the new console using the Vita's twin sticks and touch capabilities. Uh, Sony are completely in the belief that they have the jump on Microsoft this time, said the source. You should be watching the timing of next year's E3 keynotes and who's going to go first. Um, so what do you think? Do you think this is true? Do you think they're going to get it tr- out? I'll tell you what, that could be true. is because Sony is shit at keeping secrets. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It is they're true. really bad at keeping secrets. So, could be true. And I was thinking, oh, PlayStation won't release a console before Xbox. But you know what? Um, they might release one at the same time because that's what screwed them over last time. So I think I think they're going to do this because I think they got stung by waiting a year longer than the, yeah, the Xbox just... did, and I think that really hurt them. Well, there's a lot of things that hurt them. There's a lot. There's a lot of little things rather than one big thing. Like I don't think solely being the last console out the door was the thing that hurt them. You know, there's a lot of problems as well, but um, it didn't help. Is what what became of it. So yeah, it's it's possible that they release it, Xbox and PlayStation release a console at the same time. That will give PlayStation a better better chance this the, for the next generation. I think the other good thing about this, from a consumer's point of view, is that there'll be a lot of competition on getting it out at the right price. So we, as a result, might get you know the launch ones cheaper than they would have released if they'd done it on their own at a different time. Because of, well, they want it. They want to pull the to pull the new buyers in, don't they? So they'll want to make a point of selling it at the best price possible, you know, uh, to to grab those new players and <sighs> the cheapest price possible, but the most expensive they can put it. Yeah, definitely. But I think the fact that if they both release together, there'll be definitely an element of competition there to get it out at the the most competitive price. So I think this is a good thing for us if this is true. Um, and then we've got a rumor regarding the new Xbox. Otherwise known as Durango, we got seven hundred rumors about this. I know, yeah. This seems, this just seems to you know the rumor mill on this just keeps going and going. Uh, but the next Xbox requires an always-on internet connection, Bullshit. according to another report. Bullshit. Uh, this backs up a January report that claimed the next Xbox will include technology that will somehow combat used games. Bullshit. So you're calling bullshit on this one, are you? Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I mean, they can surely they cannot afford to do that. They can't. Not yet they can't afford to do that yet. There is just not enough people got an internet connection that's sustainable. You know, I've had, as you know, I've had major issues with mine this year on and off. We're just yeah. going off for days at a time, and that, that would really piss me off if I couldn't play any games because my internet was off. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yet you're prepared to accept it for online because that's just the way the system works. But on the system where it doesn't need to be online all the time, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Absolutely not. So that's that. Uh, apparently, it will also have two GPUs, uh, which are going to work um, separately, but simultaneously, apparently. So that's an interesting concept. So they're going to draw separate object lines at the same time. Uh, it'll have the this CPU. Us how? Pardon? This will affect us as gamers how? Because it'll have double the graphic processing power. 
But they reckon yeah. they reckon it's going to be four to six times more powerful than the current Xbox 360. I, that makes me kind of nervous. That's what they're saying. Why? <laughs> I fell into That's that. Why, baby. <laughs> That's why. But apparently the CPU will have four, say the baby in there. four to six cores. Uh, the interesting thing, the, and, and this is the weirdest one, it'll have built-in Connect. How do you build Connect into a console? It's simple. You glue a freaking box on top. Oh, but, but that completely negates where you could put, you know, the Xbox. How would you put it? So it's in the center of your TV. Are you going to balance it on top? Gives a shit. No, but you know what I mean? You can't build. It doesn't matter. It's going to be enhanced, so it doesn't matter where you put it. And then, and it's going to be, you know, right now it's this huge oblong box. Next time they release Connect, it's going to be a tiny little sensor on the front of your Xbox. And you can put, it doesn't matter if you have it lying down or standing up. Yeah, but you still have to have it level with your room. You couldn't have it in, like, for instance, I have mine in a no, cupboard. It'll have a gyroscope. It'll auto-level itself. Yeah, but it's in a cupboard. It's looking at a cupboard door. They'll see through walls. Yeah, obviously, it'll have to in my, be- in my living room. They're going to sort it out, aren't they? Uh, it'll have, apparently, it'll have a Blu-ray drive. The, the Blu-ray drives come up. And what they're saying is, you know, the, the rumor that there'll be one with no drive. Yeah. They're saying that's going to be the Xbox Lite skew that they've been talking about, a, a much more budget one, uh, which will just rely on downloadable games, which sort of could make sense. Mm, I just so- think people have been thinking about it again. But possibly true. Sorry, Stu, but these rumours, like, like, rumours in general, just kind of like, I can't be bothered to waste yeah. I guess, but it's, it's interesting to speculate on whether they're true or not or whatever. It just feels like people on a it isn't, it, it, isn't, it isn't. It feels like people on a forum that have too much time to think about these things. I agree. Yeah, I and agree. besides, like, there's, if, if it's true, okay, fine, let's wait for the confirmation. If it's not, then it's pointless to talk about it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing, the one thing that everybody's after is the amount of RAM, and none of these rumors mention RAM at all. RAM. 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 Um, which brings what me on. What about the RAM? Which brings me on to my next story. So- because on the back of that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit, this is a bit of a weird one, this. Um, but Warren Spector, you know, the guy who did Epic Mickey and he's bringing Epic Mickey 2 to the 360 and whatever. I thought he was bringing it to the Wii and the, uh, no, sorry, the, the iPad or something. No, it's still going to be the 360 PS3 he's bringing it to. Alright. And the Wii U, of course, I would oh. imagine. He's not said that, but I'm assuming that's where he'll be going. But anyway, he says this, next-gen consoles aren't the answer. It says most of the problems we have to solve are creative ones, which is sort of true, but I don't think that's that's really strictly true because he says um, he said I'm not a tech guy, particularly I'm I'm a design and story and character guy. I think most of the problems we have to solve are creative ones, not technical ones. That's true. It is, except when you take something like Mass Effect Three, which I have to change the discs. This, this is like throughout the, the game. Most- horrifying situation you've been a part of in the last five years, isn't it? No. The last three weeks, you've been complaining about how you've no. had to switch out the discs. But, this is but, the number one catastrophe that is a technical limitation. The, past year. The, fact, with the fact we have to sit through nearly every game through countless loading screens is a technical limitation. That isn't a creative one. That's right, technical. You're right, Stu. It is a technical limitation. However, do you honestly believe that if they were to get the tech 
into an advanced state where with the current graphics and level of complexity on the screen, you don't need a loading screen. They will not continue to up the level of that complexity and graphical uh, you know, sophistication. To a certain extent, yes. But and then you're going to have more loading screens. Again, bolt. for the first year after the new Xbox drops, you'll have fewer loading screens. And then they'll say, well, we, just as they will with the amount of data you can fit on a disc. They'll just keep cramming it in. For the first two years of the Xbox 360, we didn't have multiple disc games, did we? Look, I don't disagree with you. Right? I don't. But we are getting what to... What I do? A, <laughs> no, we are getting to a point. I mean, if you just for an example, if you take a game like L.A. Noir. Right. Yes. And we know it has faults. Fine, fine game. And we know it has faults. <laughs> but it looks amazing. Right. Yes. No matter which way you look at it. And we take a game like Rage. Right. It has its faults, but it looks great. Yes. So from a graphical prowess, I'm not bothered about. I am bothered about. I want games to look good, but I don't think they can look that much better. But I if you can. But if you get games that look that well, and there's no loading screens, and I don't have to keep bloody sitting through them or waiting for stuff or care about that. textures popping in. Don't give two shits about whether you like loading screens or not. Because you know what? That's not going to show up in the review. And if it is, it's a one-line mention in passing. What is going to be in the review is, Oh my god, the dust particles are amazing! And the, there's 70... 50, 750 enemies on the screen at once. What I want to, what I want to know is this is unbelievable. What, what is Marge Simpson reviewing? The game? I know that is really weird. <laughs> I'm serious though. That's what people com- that's what people complain about or rave about in reviews, and that's where the bar is getting set. I think, I think and also, us have to sit through loading screens forever and ever. So be it. I think also you're forgetting that the game developers themselves, Stuart, are, are also obsessed with how pretty the game looks because they put their heart and soul into it. You know, they, They're very invested in how the game looks, so they want it to look pretty. Yeah, but my point is, they can't look much prettier. Yeah, but they can. Well, it's not necessarily that they're going to look prettier in an objective sense, and maybe they will, maybe they won't. The point is, they can improve things like draw distance and pop oh, yeah, in oh, yeah. and anti-aliasing and shadowing. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they're going to keep working on, and they're just going to keep accelerating that and accelerating it. And that'll mean more loading screens and more discs. I guess, but I want them to just do a game that's what you want isn't what they. I know. Well, no, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm in the same boat, Stu. I also think it's stupid to have games on multiple discs, but that's the way the industry's leaning right now. And unless we all get together and say we want this other thing, they're not going to really care. I know, and I do realize that. But that's what I want to see them do with the extra power and have better AI and and better stuff and dynamic stuff going. The extra what? The extra power. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. Tumbleweed for that one, Ginny. <laughs> he's not. He's not biting. He's not biting. Not one, a jukebox, one. man. You can't just make. <laughs> him something. Look, you can't make him do it, Ginny. Stop it. Oh, I wish I had that power. I know, yeah. I wish I had that much power. I tell you, because if I had all that power, who knows what I'd do? Just let me no, know when you can. No one man <laughs> should have all that yeah. power. So yeah, that's that's what one inspector saying. Now I. I don't don't necessarily uh, agree with him. Uh, Next up, uh, Dennis Dyack's been sticking his head up above the parapet. Where did he come from? I know, yeah. Uh, And he claims... Hey, I'm still here, eh? 
He claims used games will destroy gaming, apart from the fact they won't be buying any of his games used. Because <laughs> they're only a dollar. I'll have that for a dollar. I remember when um, you said you saw Two Human about two weeks after it was released for 99p on the PC, on the floor, or on a windowsill. <laughs> exactly. That yeah, that that was, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. That was me. Who'd, who'd want to buy a Dennis Diet game? Anyway. Eternal's uh, um, <laughs> Darkness was great. Do that again. I know, yeah. You'll make something decent again. But he said something really weird, right? Because he said this. He said, second-hand games have been the bread and butter of retail uh, chain GameStop for years. Uh, this is the beginning of the article. Uh, many consumers prefer not to pay the new retail price, a hefty $60 for most titles, and obviously get pre-owned discs. Uh, Dark feels that the pre-owned game market has finally reached a point where it's grown to full maturity and that this possesses a problem for developers like Silicon Knights. I would argue that used games actually increase the cost of games, he said. He then delved into the idea of a long tail of sales, explaining that while a game used to continue to generate revenue even as it aged, that day has come and gone. I don't agree with this because second-hand games have been around as long as games have been around. And I remember back in the day when you had the Commodore Amiga or the ZX Spectrum, every game you had was copied off someone. Yep. You very rarely even bought a new game. I think he's just trying to cry for help because these development studios are in trouble. So it sounds like to me that he's just kind of like saying, oh, look at the state of games. He's trying to get the people on his side of used games. And trust me, you know, used games are a problem for developers. And, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. Hang on a second. I'm sick of that because I heard that somewhere else this week and I'm really tired of hearing that. Maybe we should outlaw used cars because when people buy a used car, they're not buying a new car. And maybe we should outlaw gardens because you know who loses money every time you grow food in a garden? McDonald's. I think McDonald's really has a case to be made about all the lost revenue when people grow their own food, right? Well, with the with the ground your own food thing, well, that's just ridiculous. But with the with the the used cars, the they uh, the manufacturers do get some money from that. How? Uh, they did a deal like on some time. Well, ago. there's a, there's another there's another argument against the an- analogy of a used car because eventually cars break down and wear out, whereas games never do. You could play that disc in five years and it would still be exactly the same. It's not eventually going to break down and be sent to the scrappers. When you get done with a game, you usually sell it. True, but then you just keep selling it, and there's always going to be someone who hasn't played that game who will buy it, and that's the difference. Not necessarily. I can take you to the Kami game shop. They got all sorts of games nobody's buying. And also, the other other big difference is new cars like a vanity thing, so people buy a new car because they can say, look, I got a new car, and I got one every three years because that's what I do. All I'm saying is used merchandise of various sorts is fine, and any industry can say, we're losing money, we're losing money. But you know what? What about what consumers want and need? You see, what consumers want and need is Dennis Dyck to actually make a decent game, and then he can complain about these games. That's what he wanted to need. No, he didn't. Because his last game was the total piece of shit as well. He'd sell more games if he made decent games. Stop whining. That's what I said. Tune in to next week's show where we interview Dennis (laughs) (laughs) Dyack. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, his last was a film time, wasn't it? It was awful. Yeah, X-Men Destiny. That's it, right. wasn't film, it wasn't a film time. It was just a licensed game. Oh, sorry. The, it was just a crap game, was it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was just a crap game. But the, the, I mean, the tragic thing is really that Eternal, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, Dennis Dyke works at, Stu, what's the name of the developer? Uh, Silicon Knights. Silicon Knights. Silicon Knights are responsible for? Uh, uh, Eternal Darkness. 
Eternal Darkness, but what, name one of their shitter games. Uh, Two Human. Two Human, which came on the Xbox 360 in 2000 and... Uh, probably be about seven or eight, no, I guess. 2008. I was right, I was right. So, um, yeah, and he, basically he made a great game called Eternal Darkness. Brilliant game for the GameCube. Everybody should go and play it if you've got a GameCube still. I've uh, played that. He hasn't made a good game since. And when Two Human was coming out, he sounded a bit like a pretentious twat. It Just is. saying. Well, um, the rest of the trilogy? That's what I want to know. And Two Human was a trilogy as well. And it just sounds like he's crying a lot because his studio is probably going to be out of business soon. So he's blaming the used game industry. And it's really just him making shit games. So, Yeah, it's, it's not great. Now, talking of shit games... Okay, I do want to move on to a couple of other things. We got. We talk about you played Journey again. I take it. No, that's a brilliant game. That's okay. that's one of the best games this year. I think that could be a potential game of the year for me. Sure, sure. That's good. It's that good. But no, uh, yeah. That, let's let's move on to shit games, right? And I'm not going to talk about the obvious one, which we're going to come to in a minute. Uh, what I am going to talk about, you know, this Kickstarter. Everyone's doing a Kickstarter these days, aren't they? Let's we do got, a we got one going. We've we got a Kickstarter. One dude, and everyone's like, oh, we can get money too. Hey. Let's do a Kickstarter. We've got well, a Kickstarter going at the moment for veteran games. It's a Kickstarter to stop all these Kickstarters. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Uh, but anyway. We got, we got five million. Al Lowe, uh, creator of the Lecherous game uh, series, uh, Leisure Suit Larry, no less. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. I started a Kickstarter to develop a reloaded edition of the original game. You know they, what? It's not going to work. Listen, let me finish. Oh, <laughs> they hope to raise <laughs> a cool half a million dollars and release the game for PC consoles and touch mobile devices. Why? Because they want money. Is What do you mean, why? Well, who, who's going to go, oh, that's a great... I'll give money to play that game. Who have... Uh, I was going to tell you, but then you were like, no, don't do that. You had to let me f- let you finish. And this is what it sounded well, like. To I'm going to let you finish. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what they're doing is they're, they're preying on people's sentimental nostalgia for the Leisure Suit Larry games, but it's not going to work because they've done a Leisure Suit Larry game recently and it sucked. <laughs> no, well, that Leisure Suit Larry games have always sucked. Because yeah, but it what? wasn't the original. It wasn't the original developer. Who cares? Nobody cares. Here's the point: the Leisure Suit Larry games have always sucked. And the thing is, we didn't realize they sucked because back then, when the first ones came out in 1906 or whenever the hell they came out, <laughs> uh, they were such a novelty, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, booms on a computer game! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And, and now then, we're like, "Oh." And so the maid care. came in the room. Every game now, and the boobs popped out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've played the Legend Suit Larry game back in the day on the old Commodore. Yeah, me Amiga. too. It's stupid. It was rubbish. Even even I, I don't even have rose tinted glasses for that game. I don't remember it being good when I played it. I just remember thinking this is a bit of shit, and it's not as good as Monkey Island. Is what I remember thinking. Well, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, but yeah, but as soon as they did the see see. But you know what? If they did, if they had done a Kickstarter for Monkey Island before they put the reboot out, you'd have been all over that. Oh, for sure, because Monkey <laughs> Island was good. Yeah, that's the difference. Well. I played it recently, and it's still as good now as it was back in the day. I'm not going to say it's not good, but uh, look, it's back good. In the day, it? It's good. <laughs> um, but the prize. 
I'm so Where's the adult? You want me to pound the erasers? Yes, Miss Othmar. I'd be Alright, go ahead. <laughs> I have no idea what that was all about, but he was very I was for the peanuts. I wanted to get the adults. Uh, okay then. Anyway <laughs> she weird. Anyway, um but that isn't the weirdest possibly shittiest thing I've seen this week. Because in less than 24 hours, the Star Wars Connect game will release in America. Oh, oh, oh dear God. But prior to this, somebody has leaked onto YouTube already, who's obviously got the game early. Uh, yeah, some footage of the dancing minigame, the rumoured oh, dancing God. minigame. <laughs> And just to just to actually clarify, right? That's Jason Derulo. Now I'm assuming it's not really him singing that. I'd, I'd like to hope it is. Jason uh, But it's changed from going solo. Was it going solo? The original lyrics. Yeah. Was, if he was going solo. Going solo. I'm going to solo. Han Solo. So it's changed. Freaking no. And it's Han Solo dancing to moves. That I, I mean, oh my god! I've, I've got it on here. Just to, just look right. We've got moves called Falcon in Flight, right? Which is this move where he's doing this weird elbow thing, right? Uh, we've got Speeder Trash Compactor. There's a move in this Dance Central version of Star Wars called Trash Compactor. What? What? Double Blaster. There's a move called the Double Blaster. <laughs> Stu. This game is being developed for children. Why are you getting upset about what they're putting into a Star Wars game for children? Did you get upset about the Clone Wars, too? No, but it's Star Wars. This isn't the Clone Wars. This isn't the spin-off. This is based uh, no on Star Wars. Sorry, based. no. Star Wars. And Han Solo did not dance. You're right. I'm with you on that. And it's stupid and it's pathetic. He didn't dance. I mean, look, right, Princess Leia... I can almost get a, you know, I can almost sort of accept Princess Leia might have done a bit yes. of dancing. It's really, really stupid and horrible. I'm not going to argue with that. But Han Solo, he didn't dance. And not only that, right, but it's like a dance battle between two characters. It's, it's all kinds of wrong. I agree. Uh, I don't agree. You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, right? If this hadn't have come out... After April Fool's Day, I would have been convinced this was an April Fool, that no one could really make this and think it was a good thing to have in a Star Wars game. Let's just get this. I ain't no hologram girl. Instead of holoback girl. No holoback girl, that's pretty clever. Now... This isn't an explicit podcast. That's not saying what you think it's saying. Well, what he originally said was, it's my shit. <laughs> but now he says, it's my ship. <laughs> it's my ship. It's my ship. Oh, Jesus <sighs> I'll tell you what, right? I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the record company, you know, for Gwen Stefani has gone, yeah, that's fine. You just go ahead and, you know, go ahead. Of course it is. Hey, wait, how about some more money? Seriously, right? If Gwen Stefani was dead, right, she would be rolling over in her grave. Beatles, 
Nike. Yeah, but uh, no one's used to no one, video right? game. Nothing is sacred. Look, I'm sorry. Dancing with vacuum cleaners. Look, you're saying the Beatles, right? But I doubt very much that any Beatles song has been butchered in that way and had the words changed to fit something else. They, they... Well, you know what? They had they didn't have to change the words because they changed the freaking context of it and they made it for Nike shoes and it's pathetic. And this is nothing new and it's horrible. I'm not going to argue that. You're right that it's horrible. Jeez. But but. We have ample evidence that the executives at record companies don't give two craps about what the artists think or want with their music. It's fair game. It's something to sell candy bars, period, end of discussion. Galactic dance-off. Yes. Although, at some point, you do think, surely there's there's an FBI case to... To murder Star Wars as much as possible. I mean, they they tried hard with episodes one, two, and three, but they all had to die. That wasn't good enough. And I said, well, how can we make Star Wars, which is naturally cool, right? Just instantly cool when it started. Terrible. How can we? Is this an experiment on life and how we how humans live? Surely, this this can't be real. Surely. It is, though. That's a, it's real. That is real. Oh, it's just weird. It's just so... It's, I can't... I, I don't even know where to begin. I really don't. I mean, we all fall. There's let's be no honest. hope, Stu. <laughs> no, there isn't. There's no hope. There is no hope. Four, no hope. But, right, let's, let's be honest. We all thought it was going to be a bit shit, didn't we? We were all... You know, we've seen the footage of the, you know, the characters bumping into stuff and it doesn't really look like it controls very well, right? But we thought, you know, there might be a glimmer of hope. It might... There might be something to take away from it. Some positive somewhere. Nope. And then you see this and you think, no, there isn't. There just isn't. That is, it's just... You know, it's just the... Oh, it's amazing how far they've gone to murder the Star Wars franchise and really make it look bad. It's difficult to do, but they've done it. You know, all credit. You know, I've just got this image of, you know, George Lucas sat in his office and someone's going, oh, we're going to make this Kinect game. It's going to be really cool. And there's going to be a dancing mini game. And he's gone, yeah, that sounds great. Just go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? He just don't care. He just wants money. No, he's no, he doesn't care. Have you he seen him? I've seen him kind of like at the, on the behind the scenes stuff. And like, he just looks at someone and he's got this little stamp that you have. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, you know, like a stamp that you have like, when you go in a nightclub or something and they put something on your hand, right? Just one of those stamps, and he goes. He just looks at the concept part, and he goes, "Yep, stamp, stamp, stamp. Change the hair, stamp, stamp. Okay, you know that's it. That's all he does. And then he goes away, and he um. He, he I remember one of the behind the scenes things. He was like, people was making props, and people was making like prototypes of what the set was going to look like. And he was looking at it, and he was like, "Whew, I better get started on the script." Yeah, that's what know. he said. He says, oh, "I better get started on the script." People was already making props for a film that I didn't have a script. Amazing. Uh, it looks like that <laughs> when you watch the first three, anyway. The new ones, terrible. No, I'll give it to him. The third one is like like an average film. But like, they could have done what he did. Just had the third one. They didn't even need the other two. The third one would have been fine on its own. But, but or, or, look, a third one isn't a, isn't a great film, but. It's a, it's an okayish film. It's like it's it's oh it's all right, you know. It's, it's not, there's nothing terrible about it. It's just yeah, it's a de- like meh. look. Don't get me wrong, right? I I am sort of interested in going watching Star Wars 
in 3D, right? No, not at all. But I can't be asked to wait for the three crap films to come and go before the one I actually want to watch comes out. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'll be bored by then. It's like, I can't be bothered now. It's amazing. It's, um, it's just amazing to, to watch Han Solo dance the way he does. It's just, it's... it's it's wrong in so many ways. I have tweeted it, and we've already had a couple of retweets, and like that's classic, and this is awesome. But it's awesome for all the wrong reasons, isn't it? It's like so weird. It's sort of awesome, but awesome in a really bad way. You know, it's... they must have known. They must. <laughs> People who made this game must have known that doing this would be ridiculous and would piss a lot of people off. They must know. Everybody knows that the first. Like well, the latest three Star Wars films are the poorer of the three, and especially the the first one. I had a student one time who said that they're better. Yeah, well, well, he was just an idiot. Kids don't know <laughs> what they're talking about. I guess and, he's on the welfare now. You know, he's claiming benefit or something in America. So I, I think that I don't know. It's just like it's amazing to me how they made this and gone. Yeah, people are going to love this. You know. Surely they know that people would just get upset by this. But to be fair, right? Well, you've got it. I mean, the one thing I will say about this: they've not done a bad job of the graphics. I mean, they look pretty good character models. You know, they look fairly realistic. But it's just like the weirdest thing. It's just like who sat in an office and said, oh, "You know, this Star Wars Connect game. What we should do is dance central, but with Star Wars characters." Probably, How probably cool. George. <laughs> that was probably him. Oh, I love that Dan Central thing. I can just imagine uh, that. kids are playing that Dan Central game. Um, I was wondering if you can um, put Star Wars in that. And then... Is this being published by LucasArts, by the way? Or not? Well, I think it's published by Microsoft. So I, don't, I, don't... I have no idea, but... It's, it's all kinds of wrong, but it certainly is not going to be the saviour of decent games on the Kinect, I'm afraid. It's well. Look, some people may love it. I don't know, but you yeah, know what I mean. Children will love it. You know, they may love them taking modern songs and putting a Star Wars spin on them. You know, what all else? hope, all hope of people saying that the Connect was going to be something cool has just completely gone out of the window now. Yeah. It's just. It's I mean, cool. well, what else are we going to have? Snoop Dogg going, drop it on the Hoff. You know what I mean? You know what? Snoop Dogg did a Snoop Dogg pimps his tw- his Twitter feed out to Toyota minivans. So don't <laughs> give me some idea that Snoop Dogg is a paragon of integrity as an artist. Nah. He did that already. What did he do? He said Toyota said, "Can we pay you six thousand dollars or however much it was to say?" that you like these Toyota minivans and he wrote on his Twitter feed and I'm not making this up this is a direct quote these homies know the deal Toyota minivans because if there's one thing Snoop knows and if there's one person who's an authority on Toyota minivans it's Snoop that's the authentic he's keeping it real man when I, when I, when I buy a van right, when I'm at the van salesman what I go yo I'm keeping it real it's, you know, it's got a twin, it's got a diesel engine, lashy miles. Uh, it's got a good body on it, a nice cab, nice seats. <laughs> uh, uh, so, okay, that's great, that's great. How many miles? Oh, it's got thirty thousand miles on it. It's, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. Okay, what does Snoop think of it? Yeah. Uh, who's Snoop? Well, <laughs> I need to know Snoop Doggy Dog's opinion on this because if this isn't for shizzle, then I'm not getting izzle. If it's not the shizzle. <laughs> anyway, I, I think I need. We need to get on to something a bit more positive now because I'm sort of 
depressed. Know. I am depressed. It just looks terrible. I'm so depressed. I uh, can't let's speak of it ever so again. So talk, talking of more things more positive, uh, game as as Yeah. Uh, but yes, game. I ain't no hologram girl. Oh god. All right, anyway. Nothing. Stop playing it. Good news. What's what's the positive? Well, there isn't really any. The the thing is game has closed 277 stores over the last week. So they But you said the government's going to bail them out, right? No. No, no. They've been they've been bought by another company. And they've put the CEO of Game Station in charge of game now, from what I can gather. That's uh, what's happened. Uh, but other outlets were prepared and ready to stick the knife in. <laughs> okay. So uh, these come to Shop 2. Uh, was offering anyone who had a game loyalty card or a card with money on it, you know, a gift card from game. Yeah. Uh, you could send it to Shop 2 and they would credit your account with £3. So, you know, get some at least some money. I don't think that's too terrible, to be honest. Fuck it, that's a joke. I got a 30 quid gift card from Game Yeah, but Stage. you're going to get nothing from Game. So well, they're saved. So they're, they're out of administration. They can use them again now. Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah, you, everything's fine. Everything's oh. fine, people. Well, that would have been a nightmare then, wouldn't it? People would send 20 quid gift cards into Shop 2. <laughs> I'd be asking for it back, I think, if that were me. I'd be going, excuse me, they've actually said that I can use it now. Can I have it back? I don't care about the free quid. So that was one thing. Uh, but Tesco uh, have, have been getting in on the act. And Sainsbury's did a suddenly a flash sale as soon as all this stuff was announced. Mm. So Sainsbury's suddenly dropped, dropped all the prices of the consoles and quite a few top games in store. Right? And then now, since then, Tesco claims it's now the home of gaming in a new advert they're putting out there. Really? Yeah. Apparently, Supermarket Giant has branded itself the home of gaming. The boss. Uh, yeah, and and this is it's interesting how they've marketed this, and it's sort of true, but it's stretching the truth a little bit. It's true, but it's not for the reason they're giving, right? Because they're saying uh, the ad boasts that the chain has more than, more gaming stores in the UK than any other retailer. It is that is true. It is lot, true, but, but it's, it's not strictly a, a game store. Such a fib. <laughs> Three hundred and ninety-three of which are open at midnight for every new release. That's because nearly all of them open twenty-four hours a day. That's how they work. <laughs> Uh, on top of that, it claims that they have over 10,000 titles available online, uh, free UK delivery, and day one pre-order shipping. It also flags up that its in-store used game trading program and club card reward system. Uh, see for yourself below. So so they're sort of, you know, this stuff's announced with game and game's going under it. It's like all the other retailers like, oh, well, we need to get in on the act and make sure that they definitely go out of business. So we're going to stick the knife in and give it a twist at the same time. So... Yep. So yeah, they're all they're all at it. Shop two, Tesco, Sainsbury's. <laughs> Bastards. But it's all true. But it's you know, and and I'm guilty of buying. And I've said this before. I'm guilty of buying games at Tesco or Asda or whatever. Uh, I'm sure Duke would put up the argument that he 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 tries to support books and buy not buying books from a big store like Walmart. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do. I go to Best Buy when new games are released. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It is true. It is. It's a bit of a weird scenario, and I guess I, I, I think as well part of the you know the demise of game and game station is because of the supermarkets. 
you know, they're they're part of the reason that a lot of these, you know, these two companies in, you know, especially have gone under because people are buying it with the shopping. Or, you know. I think it's that, and partly to do that, they rip you off with trading. I think they rip you off with trading, and also some quite often the, you know, you can buy a game online. Obviously, online's a big party, but you could go to play or you could go to shop to, and you can pick up the latest new game for say thirty eight, thirty nine quid, thirty seven pounds sometimes. And sometimes game and game say it was like forty nine quid full price, wasn't it, for a new game? I think I think they just got too gritty with the trainings, man. You know what I mean? Like brand new game, you buy it for forty quid. You trade it. If you trade it in the next day, it's thirty quid. The next day. Yeah, no, you're right. It is. It is a bit weird, isn't it's bad. it? It's bad. Uh, and then, like you know, a brand new game after a couple of weeks is what, like. 15 quid or something. A brand new game after 50, after two weeks. Yeah. No, it's so true. They've got, they've got really greedy with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you're wrong there, but anyway, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. See what happens That's for like game. So whatever, we'll have to wait and see. I know. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I cannot remember the last time I actually purchased a game from a game or a game station. I just never go in one. But it's like you said, if you're in town working, like you said, then you would... Depends on you, what, yeah. what kind of way you work and, you know, things like that. Yeah. I mean, the the final thing to talk about uh, tonight, there's, again, there's, there's no nice news tonight. You know, unfortunately, there's no good news about well, anything. positive after this, so go ahead. I know. Um, for, yeah, well, yeah. But this, this isn't really positive either. But apparently, um, there's been some research done in a British university, okay, at... Uh, Oh, sorry, I tell a lie. It's a U.S. one. I thought it was British. Anyway, sorry about that again. Uh, apparently, some researchers at a U.S.-based uh, Drexel University have claimed earlier this week that Xbox, Xbox 360 hard drives retain the credit card info of past users, even if they've been reformatted and restored to factory settings. Wow. So basically what they're saying is if you if you wipe your hard drive and reformat it and sell your console or it gets refurbished and sold, uh, they're saying that they can reclaim uh, credit card and bank details off the drive using just some quite rudimentary sort of stuff downloaded off the internet to do it. Hmm. So which is worrying if it's true. Now, Xbox and Again, Microsoft... Again, just have to wait and see. Yeah. We don't know if this is true or not. Uh, Microsoft and Xbox are saying they're conducting a thorough investigation into the researchers' claims. Uh, we've requested information that will allow us to investigate the console in question and have still not received the information needed to replicate the researchers' claims. Xbox is not designed to store credit card data locally on the console and as such seems unlikely that credit card data was recovered by the method described. Additionally, when Microsoft refurbishes used consoles, we have a process in place to wipe the local hard drives of any other user data. Uh, we can assure Xbox owners we take the privacy and security of their personal data very seriously. I, there is potentially some truth in this in some respects because... As we know, the way hard drives work, when you delete something, it doesn't really delete it. Depends you know, on how you delete it. Well, no. Even if you, you know, if you delete something on your computer and it goes in your in your trash can, as you would call it. Yes. And then you you know you delete it out of there, and it's deleted. Yes. It's not deleted. Basically, it still sits on your hard drive, but it frees right. it up to be right. to be like copied over, if you right. will. Right. But there are ways to delete things that actually delete them from your hard drive. So how would you do that? Then? It depends on how you delete it. You, there are um, there are utilities that can like 
permanently delete things from your hard drive. Because the way data on a hard drive works is there's, you know, let's say you have a piece of information that's 10 bytes long. Okay, so what the hard drive does when you say, I want to delete this, normally, as you point out, it says, okay, these 10 bytes are free to be written over next time we need to write something on the hard drive. And it's a more labor-intensive process, and it takes longer, and there's more computer uh, CPU processing required in order to say, let's go ahead and write over those uh, data points again right away. So most of the time, it doesn't bother. Uh, But there are utilities that will allow you to delete in such a way that as soon as you say this file, which is 10 bytes long or whatever it is, then it will go ahead and write 10 blank bytes of data over that Absolutely. And I don't disagree with anything you've said. But that will not apply to an Xbox 360 hard drive. That doesn't work anywhere else. You can't plug it in your computer and get a utility to do that. It doesn't do it. Well, it depends on how Microsoft programmed it to erase that sort of thing when they re- when they reformat a hard drive. Correct. Drives. And I, I would imagine it'll work like a normal hard drive. It'll just I free up that surprised. space. Yeah, it'll I wouldn't be surprised. Up. We'll and just have to see. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> just have to wait and see. But it's, it's a bit worrying. If it's true, that is really worrying. Because obviously I've, I've sold two or got rid of two or three hard drives and and ultimately up to the up to my new one i've been retaining the hard drive so it's never been an issue because you just unplug it don't you you know keep hold of your original hard drive but obviously with my new one i obviously got rid of the hard drive and supposedly when you transfer the information it wipes your original hard drive automatically but whether it does or not i guess is another thing to be seen but up to now i haven't had any any fraud on the credit card but then i never put my details into it anyway so i won't do but for people who did you could be in trouble if you've got rid of one who knows? But I'm amazed at how many people, I would imagine there's a huge percentage of people who don't even bother to do it when they sell one on anyway. You know, can't be bothered, don't think about it or whatever, and sell it on with all their info and the old games on there yeah, and everything. I bet that's happened. I bet it happens all the time. I would imagine that happens all the time. So, so you shouldn't have to worry about your credit card info being on there because it shouldn't store it locally. And as Microsoft says here, they don't. But so. do they? They're saying they don't. But- you have to input it into. Well, your look, I'm not going to give Microsoft the benefit of the doubt. Of course not. But yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I, I don't. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, and that's really it for the major sort of news stories. And it's, oh, it's a bit. Oh, I forgot to play this when we were doing the Star Wars stuff. So I'll just play it now. Oh wait, of course YouTube. If you leave it paused for a minute, it doesn't play. Never mind. Go ahead. It's not going to run. Brilliant. Move the needle. Move the needle. Move the needle. Yeah, move the needle, man. What's the matter with you? I'll play it. Yeah. What's what's the matter? Move the little dot. Here we go. He goes and they stop the Emperor. They free Hans from the stuff. Hans? Solo. Hans? (laughs) Hans Solo. Han. Solo. Han. Solo. Han. Han S. H A N. H A N S. Brilliant. Oh awesome. God. So there's a little something positive for you. We need something positive. I feel really depressed now. Yes. Well, maybe we should stop spending so much time on the podcast talking about random rumors from Joe yeah. the Schmucks. I don't hey, know. Ask my dog. Tito, do you think the new Xbox is going to allow used games? If you do, wag your tail. Oh, he's wagging his tail. All right. That means that we will be allowed cool. to. Cool. I feel, I feel much better now. Yeah. It's like, is your dog like that octopus who predicted the World Cup? Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then he died. <laughs> didn't he remember? He just died, didn't he? Straight he after died. The, yeah, died after the World Cup. Um, okay, uh, let's get on to some emails. Oh, email. Whoa, that ruled. Okay, let's get on to some emails. Now, last week I did say we had a... Uh, email off Guy Ricks, and we just did not have time to read it out. We just ran out of time. So we'll start with his tonight, and this was what he says. He says, hello, Stu, Duke, and Chinny. Hello. Question. What's the What's the worst game you have ever bought? Cost, gameplay, bugs, etc., e.g. My worst was Peter Beardsley International Football for the Atari ST. Not... Huh. Only was it the worst football game I have ever played. It cost me almost half my week's wages, about 25 quid from Virgin Megastore. That was back in 1998. I know, I am old. Guy. Uh, I did have a poo story from around, oh, the, God's sake. from around the same time I bought that crappy game, but I didn't want to upset Duke. <laughs> so Thank we, you. Look, Guy, look, you've got to send in the poo story. You like the poo story? Send Don't it send it in. No, send it in. Like, you can start a new podcast where it's like it's a pooed cast. Yes, it just be, be like all poo all the time. Story but time. It's a video game podcast. Story. And nobody wants to hear that. Stories about poo. See, yeah, oh, you can find it. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be brilliant. So, Duke, coming to you. What is the worst game you have ever bought? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. I'd say, well, you know. Worst is a subjective thing. The worst experience I ever had playing a game was Heavy Rain. That's the biggest regret I ever had in terms of like. And you bought that as well, didn't you? So I guess that counts. Oh, Oh, yes. Yes, I did. But that, yeah. I mean, I guess we could include in this most disappointed. You know, you've you know got yourself. Well, I I can certainly include this. Got you got yourself all hyped up. You think it's going to be the best thing since sliced you, bread. You got me hyped up. <laughs> let's not say. Let's not get. Well, on. I don't. This doesn't only mean it's heavy rain again. It could be another game you bought that you were disappointed in. You thought it was going to be the best thing ever, and then it was a bit crap. You know. Well, you know? I would say that uh, Battlefield Bad Company was a pretty big disappointment because um, Battlefield Modern Combat, Battlefield Two Modern Combat was a great game. That was one of my favorite... Uh, it still is one of my favorite online multiplayers ever. And I was expecting Bad Company to be a lot like it, and it, re- it, it missed the mark in a number of ways. So that was frustrating. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I'm sort of struggling to think of a game that I bought that I was like, oh, that's rubbish. You know, I really, I really well, didn't. Enjoy. Positive things to say about all sorts of games. I know. I'm, I'm struggling. I'll come to you, Chini, and I'll have. To, I need to have a bit more thinking time. Um, I will say, conflict denied ops. Mm, and your purchases. That. Um, it was. I have. I think I paid forty quid for it. Oh God! I did play this. That game was horrible. Yeah, it was awful. Oh. I was roped into buying it and then um, regretted it instantly. Another one that comes to mind is um, Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising. I bought that and I was uh, quite excited for that. And then it That's was pretty sh- disappointing. It was disappointing. Uh, but Red Brother was good, but it just didn't work for me. But yeah, Conflict of Nine Ops was awful. God, it was like trash. Actually, I have got one. And Chini's probably going to shout at me now. Um, 
And it is an L.A. Noir, strangely enough, although I did buy that. You know, it is an L.A. Noir. But GTA 4 is probably one of mine. Because, yeah, because it was so hyped up, right? And everyone's like, oh, this is a cool, it's going to be the best game ever. It's just, and I'd never played a GTA game before, right? So I had no, no idea uh, what, what to expect, sort of thing. And I was like, oh, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be the best. And then, I don't know, I was just a bit like, is that, is, I don't, I didn't understand what all the fuss was about. Do you know what I mean? And, I guess that's that's the one that sort of springs to mind. I mean, I know, Ginny, you love GTA. And uh-huh. You've played that game loads of times. But I don't know, for whatever reason, it just, I don't know, it just never clicked. I never finished it. I like the Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed that way more than I did, you know, the original GTA 4. And it was sort of just better done, you know, as... I think what you enjoyed Gay Tony more because of the soundtrack and the... the, the well, everything about it... it. It just it just felt so much better to play, you know. It, it felt better to play. It had mid mission checkpoints. The story was tighter. You tighter. know, it, how did you yeah. describe a story to be? Story to be well, GTA Four. It was it lasted forever, didn't it? It was like thirty hours or something. And he see, and he got really sort of laggy in the middle, and sort of started to get a bit boring. Whereas Gay Tony was sort of just nicely built up. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of built up as a, you know, as a slow burn almost. I, I know what you mean, but like you're wrong. I'm, I'm <laughs> not though, because GTA, you, you, you can't. No, it's fair enough. No, it's fair enough, mate. You're wrong. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, right? You cannot sit there and say that it that GTA Four didn't get boring in the middle. Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> no, you can't. You cannot say that, because you know it's not true. No, that's true. <laughs> are you going to make him? Are you going to argue this forever? He, he yeah, I'm just going to argue with him. It's forever. Just a matter of opinion. I'm going to argue with him forever. But apart from that, I don't know. I'm struggling to sort of think of any others that was like, oh, that was rubbish. What about animation? <laughs> I don't know. But that's it for me, I guess. Those, those are my most disappointing. Oh, by the way, I never said, you know, talking of Star Wars Connect, and I know that game's really terrible, but you know the special console? You know the special uh, console? Yes, yeah, the, the, the Star Wars console, right? Yeah, yeah, the special. Obviously, it has all the original noises of R2-D2 when you press the buttons and stuff. Yes. But when you open the disk drive, on the inside of the disk drive, it says, help me, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. It has I that. knew that. It has that printed that. in the disk drive. I knew that already. So that's kind of cool, though, isn't it, I guess? I suppose. I was hoping that there was going to be a light came out of the button and sort of, you know, did a hologram in the middle of your living room. That would have been cool. Yeah, and very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, if you want to pay $200. It would have been. But you know what, though? If they charged like two grand for a console that did that, somewhat, some people would buy it. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I'd probably, I'd probably buy that if it did that for real. You know, if he did a proper hologram in my living room of Princess Leia saying that, so you probably you probably would, wouldn't you? I would. Honestly, to God, right? If that, you know, with a hologram thing, right? In the middle, uh, well, that is apart from if it was Han Solo dancing, right? I wouldn't want it then. You know, I'd be like, no, thank you. You know, you can keep that shit. I don't want that. Uh, But yeah, otherwise, I'd be all over that. Be all over it, I would. So there you go. Okay, moving on. Next email. Here we go. Are you ready? Uh, the next one is from CP again. Got another CP email. 
Oh yeah. And he says he's been touched this. for a long time, and then he's like, "Here's all this stuff." Okay, he said this. Upon further consideration, the ending to Mass Effect Three really does suck. Ouch. Still no spoilers, but after finishing the game, I started reading many various theories about the ending from across the web. And no matter which one you ascribe to, there are too many holes and things that just don't make any sense. It is a real shame that such a marvellous trilogy ended in such a poor fashion. Ah well, Han's still shot first. It is very interesting that Duke has chosen to make his own backstory for his Fallout New Vegas character but he may find that his version is at odds with the Lonesome Road DLC. I suppose I shall have to wait for him to play it to see what he thinks. Okay, enough from me. Laters, CP. There you go. Mm. So, yeah, I'm interested to see that, and it'll happen like tomorrow. By the time this is out, I will have a verdict for you, CP Matthew. Oh, well, it's too late tomorrow. Yeah, well. Uh-huh. But anyway, I'm... Uh, do you know, I'm in sort of, uh, do you know, in some ways, this all this Mass Effect 3 ending stuff is the worst thing that could happen now because I just want to get to the end to see how bad it really is or if it is that bad at all. I mean, CP originally said he wasn't that bothered, you know, and now he thinks it's terrible. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm going to put me two pen of him, but someone else on here needs to play the game. Then we can discuss it at some point in time. Or I might just defect. Three years from now, we'll have that discussion, don't worry. I'll do it. We're we're working on it. Played it. Yeah. I'll go and join Greg and CP to dissect it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Is that what you're going to do? I think I might do that because I need to. I need to get this out when I've played the game. You know, I'll see what it, see what I think. You know, if I you agree. Know, it, it is important to get stuff out when when you want to talk about a game that you've played, especially one that you you're really interested in. You want to have a discussion about it. It's pretty frustrating when the other two people on your podcast aren't ready to talk about it. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Definitely terrible to be in that situation. I still got like ten pages of notes about Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> I don't bring it up all the time. Well, 30 oh, hours. I played more than Chini did. I played more than Chini did. So what? Are we ready to have a spoiler the hell out of it? Skyrim discussion? No. Would yeah, anyone yeah. even listen to that now? No. Oh, they're doing a retro review. <laughs> uh, that's cute. <laughs> I still have, I still have 20 pages on GTA 4. Yeah. 15 pages on L.A. Noir and 68 pages on Red Dead Redemption. Do you think I'm talking about that now? You should write one more about Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I think you should do that. But anyway, we did do a spoiler show for Red Dead Redemption anyway. I'm just yeah, joking. we did. That's true. Stop, yeah, we did that. to what I'm saying. We did that. <laughs> um, okay, the last one tonight is from Jason Gollaher. Gollaher. Regular contributor. And he says, it's fun to stay at the YMCA. <laughs> That's what he says. No, he's not true. playing it. It is true. Uh, so he's, He says, so... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to play that. Jesus. He said, so last week we learned a little bit more about the cast of the veteran gamers. Hey, the daddy is an official member of the village people. I have no idea why he's what? saying that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, I'm an official member of the village people. He's also prepared for the end times, a true hunter, a fisherman, a true man's man. So there you go. Yeah. Nacho, nacho, man. Uh, chin, fish for condoms. Duke is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> they call me a robot. By the way, Chin is right. The creators of Rage said it was going to be an open world game. Thank you. 
Of course, I didn't fact check this, but I do remember them saying that. So he didn't check anything. He just made it up. Anyway, last week's show was great. You did. You guys always make us laugh. Indie game, Super Ninja Warrior Extreme, the demo was a lot of fun. Almost hit that purchase button. I can understand why. It's a good game. We like that. It was a good one. Um, I have a short rant. The eject button on my 360 is jammed. It takes many, many tries to get it open. Lad, I got ME3 at only 40 US dollars, but after playing only 30 minutes, I was asked to switch to disc 2. What the fuck? I couldn't be bothered. Maybe later this week. Hoping the story is worth it. Also, people are saying From Ashes DLC is a crucial part of the story. Is it really worth giving them 10 more dollars? Well, I don't know what it entails. You know, I know it's about being a Prophean and all that malarkey, but I don't know. I've, I feel like I've had a fairly good story up to now and I haven't got to the ending, there but you know. That'll do. It feels fine to me without you it. Feel, you feel like you've had a story, so whatever. I don't know what I'm missing, so it doesn't matter, does it? You can't miss something if you don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, think I'll spend those points on some great arcade games that are coming. Have a great weekend, guys. Love what you got, unless it's you a too. robot. Unless it's a robot. Uh, seriously, Duke, try and feel some emotion when you game. You might actually like it. And Ginny, you should be a good guy every once in a while. Always killing innocents for a laugh. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm off to pay Vlados a visit. She was so feisty last week. She's so sexy when she's upset. I like it. So there you go. <laughs> Ta-da! Our robots. The world is quite different ever since the robotic uprising of the late 90s. There is no more unhappiness. Affirmative. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, the Concords. Fly to the Concords. Right. See, also, I even know. He's like, sorry. He sees a Korean dude opening a door. He's like, ha, there's something you don't see every day. <laughs> Korean dude actually had his keys for once. Where's my keys? They're in your house. Okay. Let me guess. He's Korean. Actually, he's not. He's of Indian descent. All right. Now, the fact that I look like a fool there. Thanks. Yeah. I sort of told a lie. Okay. What? Because we did have another email. I just forgot to move it into the show notes. Uh, time. We're going to have to read it next week. No, no. We've, we've got... Actually, we have oh, got time. thank God. We have got time. By the way, when Stu says we don't have time, that's a completely arbitrary decision. Some weeks this show is an hour 45. Some weeks it's two, two and a half hours long. That's not true. It's always around two and a half. We're six hours in. That means we're a third done. <laughs> yes. That's true. Uh, but yes, um, yes, I have got another email. Uh, this is off. Um, it's a it's a random one. I'm guessing it's sort of spam. Random. It was random, 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 random or, email. Or it was just a podcast listener. I, I don't really know. But it's, it's well, from, I'm on the fucking edge, of my seat. It is. It was from Adam at frugaldad.com. Mm. And he said this. He said hi. I've been doing some Hi. research on the benefits of video games, and I came across your site. I yep. thought you and your readers would be interested in a graphic that Frugal Dad has just released that shows the different ways that video games can be good for you. I'd love for you to take a look. I hope you enjoy the graphic and find it as interesting as I did. Feel free to post it or share it. 
gaming is good for you at Frugal Dad, right? So I did send him that, saying it's actually kind of cool, and we'll go through it in a minute. But I said, Adam, that's really cool uh, that you're looking at the positives of gaming rather than the negatives, and we'll give it some talk on the podcast. And he, he, did, re- he did write back and said, hi, Stuart, thank you. Yeah, a lot of people tend to focus solely on the negative sides of gaming, but that sounds good. Thanks again, Stuart. So we did get some uh, stuff back. So I don't know whether it's spam or not. It's hard to say. No, I don't think it is. Oh, I'm looking at it now. It's, so. it's all real and stuff. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. So basically, he's done like a graphic that sort of shows all the benefits of gaming. Okay. Put it in the show notes. You can have a look. Yeah, so let's go through this. So, Or we can go through it now and read. No, let's, let's read some of these out. Let's see some of Not them. Not all of them, Stu. Not all of them, but some of them. Something. Not all of them, Stu. Okay, let's look at this. Man. Video games, Stu. Okay, are you ready for this? Podcast. Right. Sorry. Virtual reality helped treat the pain of a severely burned marine. That's true. Uh, the game Snowball put him in a 3D snowball fight while surgeons operated on his burns. With the game, he fought about the pain less than 25% of the time. Without the game, he fought about the pain 75% of the time. So. It depends on the game, because if they gave him Call of Duty, he'd be like, God damn it, us! <laughs> Maybe. Um... Other virtual reality treatments, Spider World lets people with arachnophobia face a tiny spider at their own pace. Dirty Bathroom takes people with OCD through messier and messier bathrooms, helping them over. I believe that's a silver dollar game, that one. (laughs) It sounds like one. Yeah. And uh, Chez Fortune simulates a bar with a casino game to help gambling addicts resist the temptation. Chez Fortune. Chez Fortune, whatever that is. I don't even know what that means. Anyway. French uh, accent's flawless. Whatever. Uh... Video games and socializing. Video games are great for socializing. 65% of gamers play their games with a friend present. Well, I never do, so maybe I'm not in that. Me neither. Not according to this podcast. Not according to this podcast. Chini, you ever play with your friend the, present? The, the wife is in the room. She's my best friend, but... I, well, they, I guess that counts. Like they mean... Yeah. But she's usually telling me to shut the hell up. Yeah. I didn't know this. This is true. Is this true? 76% of married couples said they play MMORPGs like World of Warcraft together and that who did had a positive effect on their marriage. Wait a minute. Say so that again. 70, sorry, it's me saying it wrong. 76% of married couples said playing uh, games like World of Warcraft together had a positive effect on their marriage. So those who do games said that it had a yeah, positive effect. So, so married okay. couples... Not that we surveyed 100 no. married couples and <laughs> they play World of Warcraft no. together. That's Sem- a very specific survey sample you no. got. There. 76% of married couples said playing uh, MMORPGs I did my own survey, and it was... Uh, <laughs> I asked um, 100 random married couples if MMOs make their marriage better, and 99%... And then the 1%, and guess which percent was, what the fuck is an MMO? Get out of my face. <laughs> we are the 99% who don't play MMOs. <laughs> but if you were married and you both played, you'd have a better marriage, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, video games can improve early literacy in four- and five-year-olds, especially letter recognition and stuff. Are you reading every one of these? Yeah, I'm going to just read them all. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to read them all. Don't worry, people. I got something awesome at the end of okay, the show. Okay, we'll go, we'll go with these last few, the video games in the brain, because these are kind of cool. Can I read uh, this one out? Go on, then. You read one out. Call of Duty and Halo players perform 30 to 50% better than non-players at making out detail, t- details in clutter and managing events. I can, I can absolutely believe that. I think that's true. 
Kids who played Tetris for 30 minutes a day for three months had a thicker cortex than those that didn't play. The cortex is believed to be the process to process coordination and visual information. Obviously not reading like the one I am having problem with. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the last one that I'm going to... I'll read one more and then, and then that's it. But yeah. this one I thought was brilliant. Uh, surgeons that gamed were 27% faster at procedures and made 37% fewer errors compared to those who didn't. And also um, used fewer checkpoints. <laughs> Is the spleen removed? Checkpoint. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, but I think that's really cool. I, lo- I love that statistic, if that's true. You know, because more surgeons should play games in that case. <laughs> and they do a better job of operating on you. So, yeah. So, there you go. So, thank you for sharing that. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. Games are good for you. And if you want to look at it yourself, I'll put it in the show notes. And it's at frugaldad.com. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. So, thank you for that. Uh, and and that's, that really is about it. So, uh, it's time for some shout-outs and for us to get the hell out of here. So, I'll come to you for your shout-outs first, Ginny. Off you go. Okay. I would like to shout out... Wow. Uh oh, the Warcraft. And if you even like that game. Yeah, yeah, World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> shout out the... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I got no shout outs this week. Brilliant. I haven't done anything gaming-wise. Oh. If you want a shout out, contact me. Oh, that's hey. <laughs> uh, I've got, got, sh- hey, got a shout out... Um, Duke, I've got a video to show you, basically. And it's this oh, dude. Yeah. I don't know if, if um, you've seen him. Uh, but he's a guy who, like, raps Shakespeare. Oh, nice. I have not seen that. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a rapper, basically. That he, He's not massive, but I remember one of his lines were, I'm like Shakespeare with a little twist, right? And he, I saw him on a program with a, a, a comedian called Lenny Henry, and he Lenny Henry's doing. He's a, a comedian that was uh, born not far from me, but now he's doing like kind of Shakespearean plays. And he always thought that Shakespeare was kind of out of his reach. Uh, this was a program that was on the other day, and then he goes up to this rapper and he talks. He gave a list of. He had all these pieces of paper, and some of them were quotes from Shakespeare. Um, stories and some of them were like nine from from raps from wow. you know raps. and he says everybody always gets a few wrong even like Shakespeare scholars have yeah, got yeah. um and like yeah like uh, Lenny got some wrong as well so I'll show you who this guy is in a sec but um yeah there you go yeah I'll show you it's, it's Akala Akala or something Akala his name is Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have an album by him. He's very he's, good. He's pretty wicked. So, yeah, he's into Shakespeare. Cool. That's yeah, good. rock on. Um, well, I've got, I'm going to shout out a few people on my friends list who sent me messages this week. Okay. So, Dave150771 uh, said, and this is presumably following last week's podcast where Chini and I did a bit of singing, you know. We, we got it on, didn't we? We did a bit of singing. Uh, you and Chini, the first games-related boy band, apparently. So there you go. So me and you, Chin, double like, man, doing some singing. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, Are you up for that? You up for that? 
Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I'll shout out GH Rocker because, you know, I know we mentioned him already tonight, but he was very excited because Naruto arrived this week. Naruto! You can never uh, shout out GH Rocker too much. I know, and that's all I got. I just got Naruto arrived! Exclamation point twice. So he was very excited for that. Quamrian uh, has, has been in touch, said hello. You know, not heard of him in a while. And he's given us an indie game recommendation. So I don't know whether we're going to use this, but Dunjax, uh, he said. Well, so I'll have a look at that. And maybe, yeah, and maybe. Well, we'll let Vlados judge. Maybe I'll pass it along to Vlados to have a look at. But it's called Dunjax, uh, so we'll have a look at that one. Uh, and then my final one is for Step J, who said this quads for the win. I've had my bowers since I was fourteen. Not been on them since I fractured my wrist three years ago. Fell backwards over a ten-year-old doe. But it's a great way to get fit. I must invest in some new wrist guards, lol. Uh, so that's re- referring to my roller skating hobby. So there you go. So that, thank you for that. And just a big thanks to everybody who listens, I guess, and everyone who's tweeted us this week and mentioned us on Facebook or friended us or whatever. So thank you to all those people. Or, and any new listeners, if we've got new listeners this week, welcome to the show. And you yeah, might wonder, sorry for everything that happened this week. You know, wondering what the hell you're listening to. Yeah, really, what the heck? Sorry. Thanks for listening. What the what? Oh, what the what? What the what? And also, can I just mention, actually, it has reminded me of something else. Uh, but we have had a new member on the on the site. Uh, we have two uh, new members. I'm going to shout them out. Why don't you let me well, go first? You shout them out, but just make sure you mention. <laughs> mention and it's the Oridex. I don't know whether this is a new one or an old one. Yes, Ordrex is one of or, our new Ordrex. Members. Or... or or direct. But anyway, read out is here's how I learned about veteran gamers because I thought that was kind of funny. I'm not reading that. I don't have that ready to go. I just have his name. All right. Well, I've got that. Shall I? Well, we've mentioned him now already. Go ahead. Read but it out. He says, here's how I learned about the veteran gamers. iTunes was a catalyst. And to be honest, the first time I listened, I was like, what the fuck? Really, really <laughs> didn't. But he's like when the first time they listened. Really did not get where you were coming from. Yep. And and now, near a year on, you guys drive my gaming choices on the 360. That a year ago was completely new, too. So, by Fire <laughs> Rain. Oh, by Quantum Solace. That game's awesome. By Fire Rain. Oh, I've got a confession. I've got a confession. Oh, jeez. I thought we were getting done with this. I am actually looking at a copy of the game Vampire Rain as we speak. You bought Vampire No, Rain. I did not. No, it's not that bad. No, somebody somebody at work bought it for a pound at Christmas. And I said, is it really that terrible? And he went, oh, I don't know. I've not actually played it. But you can borrow it if you like. So I'm actually going to give it a play and see how terrible it really is. You know, is it all justified, the hate on that game? That's the question. Yep. Well, we'll see. Because I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm going to set it on oh, its easiest setting. Tell you what's you. I've played it. Yes. Finished. Well, I'll have a go and see what I think. <laughs> Look, it's Japanese. You never know. I might, I might be able to find some redeeming feature in it or something. No. Look, you, look, you never know. You never no. know. No. Yeah, but it's you so never know. It could be true. I don't know. You never know. Anyway, uh, I'll pass over to you for your shout-outs. Yeah, finally. 
Oh, uh, oh wait, I was gone. Get over yourself. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Phil Olson, good luck on the new podcast. He's doing this virtual pizza thing, and I really hope it goes well. The first episode was ace. So, uh, yeah, You're only it, saying that because you were is, on it. Well, no, I was going to say the interview on it was stupid, but whatever. I'm sure it'll <laughs> pick better people to interview in the future. Well, I, well uh, I'm going to be on one, and so is Ginny, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I have no it's, idea what this is. You're on, it. You're on it, aren't you? Podcast. What? Called he said he's in, you're lying. He's, inter- he's interviewed you already because he told me he'd already done it. No, he hasn't. Has he not? Stu, oh. you're for- you confusing Chinny with someone who remembers what he's done or said. <laughs> no, you're right. It was Greg DeLacy. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast <laughs> is. They're all the same. <laughs> are you sure? I'm, I'm I, are you sure you've not been sure? Done? Look, we know you can't remember stuff. Oh, uh, by the way, shout out to Akala. I had his album queued up right here. Sometimes I just wanna fight, fight, and I don't give a shit what's right, right. In the middle of the day or the night, night, I don't wanna bark, just bite, bite. Sometimes I just wanna blow, blow. Ways I don't... Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too keen on that. H Rocker, uh, it's beautiful to hear someone talk about Fallout again. He said, "Thank you for listening, pleasure. Ugh, for wow. listening, pleasure. Look, he likes Naruto. <laughs> Whatever." <laughs> uh, Sentinel uh, gave me a lull. I actually laughed out loud when I read this because I posted an article about games in Australia are going to get their R18 rating finally. And uh, I did a search for Australian gamers on Google Image Search, and it came up with this guy who had built this oversized Nintendo controller, and there's this woman playing it. And uh, I was like, it has nothing to do with the article, but you know, I thought it was funny. And it's a guy from Australia made it, and the guy and Sentinel goes, "Oh, aren't controllers that big all over the world?" So I thought that was pretty funny. There you go. This is, I actually recorded me hearing him say that. And we have two new members, Ordrex and Sergeant Zoobly Dude. So welcome to them. And who else do I have to shout out here on my Xbox message list? Step J forgot about the play date. Sorry about that. <laughs> and Turtle502 said that he gave away his copy of Reach. <laughs> and Nemesis couldn't make it because he had a hangover. <laughs> and yeah, so whatever. You're lost, people. And then the next play date is Sunday, the 8th of April, 6 p.m. UK time. We're going to be playing Rainbow Six Vegas 2. So come on down and give it a gander. It's going to be fun. Jeez, you're rolling uh, out the classics. Yeah, well, it's a good game. Never played and, it. Uh, yeah. That one's ancient. You never played Rainbow Six Vegas 2? No, I played the demo. That's oh, a great a game. game. Never played the game. game. I'll probably go back and play the single player someday soon. I see it. I, occasionally, I'll see it really cheap and think, eh, should I pick it up? And then it's I never the best tactical shooter ever. Yeah, that's that's the problem. You mentioned the words tactical and shooter together. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? It's it's but it's simple tactics. Like it's just look at where you want your your squad to go, and then you push a button and they go, and that's it. That's the extent of the tactics you have to master. There's others you could do, but you know you can get through the game just doing that. So yeah. whatever. I guess. Yep. I guess. But yes, I'd just like to echo the virtual pizza thing, and I had to listen to his first show, and I thought it was pretty good, I have to say. Yeah, very polished. Apart from, apart from like the, the interview on. person here is a bit yeah, well. Can't have everything. Where would no, you, you can't have everything. But apart from that, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, and he's interviewed me for one of his shows, so unfortunately, uh-huh. it's going to go downhill from <laughs> now on. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, it can only get worse. That's right, and it will get worse. So, anyway, I think, 
I think that's really about it. So, um, yeah, don't forget to leave some iTunes reviews. Talking of which, we've actually Uh-oh. got a new one. I nearly forgot. I guess we're not done. I know, but I keep, well, you know. I, I mean. know, but I Time keep, you know. Quiet. I'm just like, uh, you know, a fish. Wait, wait, wait. Wah, Let wah. me know when you're done yapping your mouth. Wow, 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 wow. What is that? That's the teacher in Charlie Brown. Ah. That's kind of good. Phil Olsen's fucking podcast called Virtual Pizza. Pizza. We've only said it 20 times this episode. About 20 times already. I bet the listeners know what it is. You just don't listen. You don't what? Yeah, exactly. I Uh, I like pizza. (laughs) Anyway. It's uh, not on iTunes yet, dude. I don't think. Anyway, the review is there. No, it isn't on iTunes. Subject. Don't read the review until I play the jingle. Oh, sorry. (sighs) Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, you want them iTunes reviews? Gaster, Gaster, Gaster. Do you know, that really is the best jingle ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awesome. Anyway, he says, All Hail, five stars by Duffy Moon. Yeah. Uh, and they say, Constantly engaging, entertaining, always informative, with a style that is welcoming and easy to listen to. Just like a load of mates talking about video games. This show always makes me laugh and keeps me up to date with the news on my favourite pastime. Keep it up, lads. Kind regards, Greasy Fish Lips. So thank you very much. Hey, thank you, dude. And if anyone else, look, you get to listen to the cool jingle and we'll read out your review. So you should say... Right, win, win, win. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, And that's it. So we need to go. Bye. Sort of. Go on. See ya. Sort of. Sort of. Whatever. All right, now here's the thing. I'm not going to play the song at the what? end. What's up with it? No, you've got to do the outro before you do the thing. Well, here's the thing. The thing sort of has the song in it. Oh, my So God. buckle up, people, because this is for you, Matt Weston. Turn it up. Yeah. Uh, this one's for Weston. I flex with my box, comma, X, not deus ex. I snap necks and make suckers bleed. You need to pay heed to my assassin's creed. Let me feed my steed. Grab your attention with Red Dead Redemption. You feel like a zero and I'm a DJ hero. You get down to the sound and shake your booty. And you'll yield on the battlefield when you feel my steel up in Call of Duty. Uh, I leave you left for dead with two shots to the head after a need for speed pursuit with hot chasing. Heavy pain like Quantic, heavy rain running after you shouting, Jason, Jason, Jason. Got a kingdom cause they asked me to bring them a couple sticks, bundles of wool, and piles of rocks. When I'm rushing and attacking, you know I know how to stack them because I, I am the man who arranges the blocks. I turn the gears of war, go through the portal, not the door, leaving bodies on the floor in the kingdoms of Amalore. You're always wanting more cause I get the party started. My last record didn't sell so you could say it's uncharted. The whole world is a stage but I live in a dragon age. Search the DC wasteland looking for fuel for my flamer. I play the win when I'm in the environs of Skyrim. They call me E, co-host of the veteran gamers. Six different rainbows and eight separate sections meet you on the home front with insurgent directions. Pedal to the floor, fours of four, final lap. Rolling through the borderlands with claptrap. Check me out.
destined to spit lyrics at Weston's suggestion. I keep them game related, so I'm loved and not hated. I'm on the BG hub, and all the ladies at the club or the pub, as my mates in the UK would say, request, you better send. I'm all over words with friends. The game train is boarding. I'm balling like Chad Borden. Says what on the sand got Boone to lend a hand, cause the fiends start to play us when we're rolling New Vegas. Hey, hey, the games I play, Xbox and PS3, Call of Duty, Guns Akimbo, Killing Spiders in Limbo, Getting Wild and Saints Rope, Weapon Dipping in Crystal. Then I put you in a coma like Driver San Francisco. That was brilliant. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that was truly that, awesome. That was fantastic. I'll wait until I tell Matt that. I sent it to him on Facebook, but I don't want to let it go. No, don't me. don't let it out yet. They'll have to wait till, and then you can send it around, I guess, because people send, will want I it. Guess we'll just wait for the show to. No, drop. wait for the show. I'll wait for the show to drop. Yeah, wait for the show, and then you can send it. But um, I have to say, you know, as good as that is. It's not quite as good as my PS3 is dead, I don't think. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's, it's not, close. No, no it's true. You, no, you it doesn't need to step my game up, Stu. It doesn't, doesn't really quite reach the, the genius that is my PS3 is dead. It's honest. true. It really doesn't. It doesn't it is, it, did, you, did you catch the eco reference? Uh, there was a lot of references in there. It was like, yeah. you know, when, when Chini did his end of the year game extravaganza yeah, video? Yeah, exactly. It was like a rap version of that. <laughs> yeah. It was like spot all the different games you're talking about. Yeah, it was we, cool. we, very we cool. might have Thanks. enough songs for a genuine Christmas album this year. <laughs> for an actual album. That yeah. would be so yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, we could, I mean, ultimately, we could just put it together and release it on the feed. You know, we could put it on the podcast feed midweek. It's true. In between Christmas and New Year as a present for and everyone can download it. What to really, really want to listen to our, <laughs> to our <laughs> made-up songs. You know, they could, they could do that, I guess. <laughs> All there songs are. are made up, mate. No, but you, I mean, Our you know, original songs. Jukes, Jukes are pretty cool. You know, mine were really terrible. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though, right? That video that you sent me, Duke, of Who Needs a Movie? <laughs> that is, I forgot about that. Is probably, look, we laughed about that for a whole day, I think. <laughs> pretty remarkable, no doubt. We even thought we should make one of those, like a purposely bad promotional. Hey, what about what about animation? It's really crude. <laughs> the worst animation in the world. Uh, sorry, Steve, but like, uh, yeah, Duke it's an sent, inside joke, I guess. Duke sent us a, a video over, and it was just these these couple. Why well, you need to be on Facebook? Because you could see that I put that on Chinny's wall. I think. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say I'm really sad. You know, you know, it's been a depressing show and all. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm even more depressed this week, right? And I forgot to mention this on the show. I should have mentioned it. But you know the game Closure, the indie game that's coming out on PSN? It looked really cool, and it's all black and white and used lights mm-hmm. and all that kind of cool stuff. It's not going to be as cool as you thought. No, it came out in America, but not in in the EU, so we haven't got it yet. Oh, my ball. We've no idea when it's coming out. Why Why did he do this stupid, oh, in America, but not in the UK or EU? It's just ridiculous. Yeah, really? It is ridiculous. It's just stupid. It's like you're all one company. Why are you releasing different things in different places? Why don't you pay me $20 and I'll send it over? 
No, it's a it's a downloadable game. So no, I'll put it on a disc and send it over. No, I could still get it if I could remember the password for my American account. Well, hey ho, or set a new one up. I know, yeah, well. Old problems. I could be bothered. That means setting up another email account. First Can't be bothered. Problems. Can't be bothered. Uh, but anyway, I guess we better go. So All right, that's go. it. That is it. See you later. Yeah. Cheers. Catch you same time next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Well, not the same time if you listen at a different time. <laughs> well, yeah, but it might be the, the, the same people might listen at the same time, even though it might be different times to each other. Yeah, but they might... It won't be the same time. Monday, it might be. It'll be the same time. Let's put it that way. We'll be here at the same time. That's true. Actually, you know what? That reminds me. No, I can't because I got to go to the dentist. (laughs) What? Again? (laughs) I know. I got bad teeth. I don't know what to tell you. That's because you're eating too many sweets. Well, that's that's true. Candy. That's what the problem is. I don't brush and floss my teeth enough. Exactly. So can you guys make Sunday the 8th? I guess. Right. Easter Sunday. No. Oh, yeah, it is Easter Sunday. Well, the day that Jesus came back. The guy that uh, you murdered. Yeah, exactly. I'm a Jew. What do I care? Yeah, he died for our <laughs> sins. And all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Why isn't that in my phone, Easter Sunday? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm fine with it. It makes no odds to me. Okay. Ginny, yeah. you all right yeah. with that? Well, the oh, listeners really don't care, so... Yeah, the listeners don't care. Now we're yeah. talking about a Oh, yeah. Tweet. I forgot that we're still doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Stop the fucking show.